You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Thursday. I'm honestly so fucking grouchy right now. It's not even funny. I yesterday when I was recording, when I did my little travel episode, I went downstairs, lay down on the couch afterwards. And I was like, I feel like I was forgetting something like I legit just recorded and then uploaded it to my podcast site. And then I realized like I didn't add an intro. I didn't add anything to it. I didn't add any effects like nothing. And then I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to address it. I'm not going to go upstairs and fix it because I just I literally could not think of anything worse. Luckily, we went to bed last night at eight, maybe even like 750. And I was asleep by 810. And I woke up this morning at like eight. Well, maybe more like 730. But I snoozed a little bit. I laid in bed. So we'll just call it eight. And I do have a cough, but my sore throat's gone. And I do feel like not great, but definitely nothing compared to yesterday. I think it's just run down from still lack of sleep. So it's 728 right now. I plan on doing the same shit tonight, going to bed hella early as soon as I'm done recording this. I need to take a shower and I just need to go the fuck to sleep like the book says. I'm also grouchy because um we were so we had a quiche in um England. We also had a lot of salad. Like his mom just always makes like a salad for the table. It just has like um cilantro, lettuce, a little lettuce mix, arugula, which they call um what do they call it in England? Um um something so fucking weird. What do they call arugula in England? I'm going to have to get out and ask Brett. What do they call arugula in England? Rocket. That's what it is. It's called rocket. Um, so a little mixture of lettuce. I'd like to do a little spring mix, a little bit of arugula, some tomato. Brett puts onion on the side. I don't do that. Um, cucumber, a little bit of like cubed cheddar cheese, just like a really simple salad, right? So we had also had a quiche when we were in England and it was really good. So Brett's like, let's just make a quiche for the rest of the week and the weekend. That way we can just kind of pick away at it and we'll just make like little side salads. So I got all the stuff for that yesterday, right? Last night, neither of us had an appetite. We were just so dead that we didn't eat dinner. So tonight... Brett prepped everything for the quiche. He was like, do you want to make the salad? I was like, yeah. So I was making it and I just decided to add some avocado because we normally add avocado to salad. And Brett came over and was like, oh, what did you put? You put avocado on the salad. It's ruined. Like so dramatic, right? Instantly put me in a bad mood because what do I always say? I don't ever make anything because there's always a complaint that follows. Case in point. So now I'm in a super bad mood. He knows it. And he's like, why are you in a mood? I'm like, because I tried to make something and you're like so dramatic about it. He's like, what? Because I don't like avocado on a salad. I'm like, since when? We literally have avocado on a salad every night. And he's like, yeah, but we're trying to replicate the salad my mom made. I was like, I was just trying to enhance it a little bit with some avocado. Like fucking sue me. Forget it. I won't make anything ever again. Like this is why you cook dinners and I eat the dinners. <laughs> so I was going to record all this stuff about my trip and everything, but now I'm just fucking grouchy. So I'm not going to anymore. We also had a call with our lawyer tonight because Brett's citizenship interview is coming up where he has to test and stuff. And it was like a 40 minute call. And that just kind of took it out of me, too. Plus, I have really bad cramps. I'm just drained from my first day back work. It was so fucking busy at work today. So I am just like, you are going to get the travel, the trip, all the trip stories this episode. It just ain't going to be today. You're going to have to keep fucking listening. Um, 
First of all, today I decided to, you know, how Benny ate my skims. I was like, I just feel like I like, like this fucking sucks. Like I'm, I don't want to bu- I haven't even bought another one yet because I'm like, I don't want to spend another $40. Like I'm just annoyed. So I decided to tweet at skims and I was like, my dog ate my skims, <laughs> like my brand new bralette. And so I get a response, a tweet back from a verified account. And I'm like, oh, my God, Skims tweeted me back. That is wrong. Skims did not tweet me. Motel 6 responded to my tweet and said, you may have to have Kim Kardashian give Chuck a call with little eyeball emojis. Well, Chuck is in my bio on my Twitter saying that, like, I have a podcast named after my cat. Um, Funny that they thought my cat ate my skims. Anyways, I responded, if Kim calls, she'll need to ask to speak to Benny. He's the culprit here. Innocent Chuck could never. Motel 6 said, oh, so Benny's the troublemaker here. And then I put, yes, the guilty face after he ate my skims for lunch in the picture of him after he was getting reprimanded. And they responded, he does look very guilty. <clears throat> so I have questions that you're going to hear me clear my throat a lot because that's basically my issue right now. I have this like, <clears throat> I can't explain it. It's like cough that's like very mellow and like dry, but also leaves a lot of phlegm in my throat. No, I do not have COVID. I took a test. It was negative. Um, why did Motel 6 see that tweet? They're, they weren't following me. They are now. Why did they see that tweet and decide to respond Oh, my God, that scared the shit out of me. Brett is walking down the hall. and I thought he was in here. I'm just like so on edge. Why did they respond to me? I just don't understand any of it. And so I was hoping that since me and then like another verified account, not that Motel 6 is like a brand that Skim wants Skims wants to fuck with. But I was hoping that maybe they would like get in on the action. They didn't yet. Maybe they will. I don't really know. I wanted to respond to their initial tweet saying buying another bralette might break break the bank. So can you get me a room for free? But I didn't want to imply I wanted Skims to reply to me. So I didn't want to imply that Skim worse are super expensive because while they are they also aren't I don't know like <clears throat> for the quality like the fits everybody thong <clears throat> is literally the most buttery like smooth thong and the fact that I can get three for what is it like $18 that's a pretty good deal if you ask me that's basically on brand with Victoria's Secret I will gladly pay that for how good this underwear is I now have eight pairs so that can get me through the week plus an additional if you didn't know there were seven days in the week Um, anyway, so I didn't end up responding that to Motel 6 like I wanted to because I didn't want it to imply that like Skims was super expensive and then them not getting on the action, which they didn't anyway. So I guess I could have just gone with my witty response and then ended up on like, I don't know, an article on Food Beast. But no, I just decided to go ahead and bypass all of that. Um, last night. Watch The Bachelorette, not this week's episode, last week's. And honestly, I don't know if it was just because I was so dead tired on the couch or like what, but it just seems so fake now. Like the conversations seem fake. I forget who um, Rachel went on the date with, but the date where they went to the movie premiere, the fake movie premiere, and then they sat in a theater and like looked at all these pictures of them when they were kids. It was like a slideshow. I felt like the producers were really trying to pull it out of that guy. He was like, yeah, I just really wasn't expecting this. Like everything just felt so fake. It just feels so cheesy. I hate that I'm annoyed with Gabby. Like everything she does annoys me. Her head shaking, the constant crying. Like I can talk because I'm such a crier. Um, Just the fact that... 
She's like so hard on herself. She just has like little quirks that annoy me now before I thought she was so great and so funny. But it really just has me thinking that the show is toxic and really brings like the worst out of people. I've been listening to this podcast where they talk about um, Love Island UK. They're from New Zealand. I think I mentioned it. And they talked about how like they have all these like counselors and stuff on the Love Island set and how like you have to have a certain amount of counseling sessions a week. You have to have like exit interviews and they really want to like protect your mental health. But they're also contributing to the drama on the show as well. The producers are obviously separate from the therapist, but still it's like they're fighting fire with fire. I don't know if that's like really the right analogy. But anyways, it really has me thinking about shows and how they like treat their cast members. And I just feel like The Bachelorette is one of the worst. And I'm really seeing it right now because I feel I'm like, this is not the Gabby that I know. I just don't feel like this is her. And I like feel I was like feeling depressed watching it last night. And just I I just don't I don't know. I'm not liking the season at all. I'm not liking the vibe. I cannot get into it. And I was so excited about the season. So like, am I going to watch the next episode tonight? Probably not. I'm probably going to get in bed at eight o'clock. I'm going to go straight the fuck to sleep. Like, I'm just not interested right now. There's also the Love Island USA that we were going to start because we finished UK. Um I don't know if anyone watches, so I won't spoil who won the UK because I got to watch it in England and I know it's not all on Hulu yet, but chances are like my friend Amanda, she's been watching it and she's kind of behind because not all the episodes are on Hulu and she got on Instagram. She doesn't even follow any of the accounts and she saw who the winners are. Anyways, I'm done with that now, so I kind of want to move on to the US, but I also don't because I just don't have the headspace for reality TV right now, which just goes to show that I'm a little foggy still from my trip. Also... Everyone from Love Island UK is out now. They're actually recording the reunion tonight, which is supposed to air on Saturday. I'm following all of them on social media naturally, and half of them are already about to get unfollowed, going live a million times a day, talking to each other, like just no grasp of what people like want or what's annoying and what's not. Danica, like, girl, we get it. Like you have a hot body, like chill on posting all the selfies and videos. You're so fucking annoying. They're all now allowed to drink because in the villa they have a two drink minimum and the rest of the time it's like non-alcoholic shit. (coughs) Isn't that the weirdest cough? I feel like I can't hold it in. That's why I'm just not editing it out because like I know it's just going to be a single cough. It's so fucking weird. So anyways. All the posting. This is always how it is with people that were not famous going into like any social meet or any reality TV show setting. Like most of these people from Love Island UK already have a million followers. It's crazy because like India doesn't, but like Tasha has a million. Gemma, obviously. Um, Who else? Paige has over a million already. Paige hasn't been posting that much, but I guess people are really upset with her for the whole Jax thing, which is so weird to me. He's not on the reunion, it doesn't seem like, or he's not going to be. Um, So I think that maybe the people that were running her page are kind of protecting her right now, or maybe she's staying off just to not like fuel the fire. But um, she hasn't been posting a ton. But Danica is about to get unfollowed real fucking quick. Dammy is a Dammy Dammy. I can't even say his name because I don't don't know what it is in like American. Um, he's about to get gets unfollowed real quick. Um, I canna, he's already gone. Like I just cannot handle it. All the posting. It's like they get out. Someone needs to teach them how to not be annoying. They go overboard. They have a million followers all of a sudden. They're going to get reactions out of fucking 
everyone. Someone's always going to be watching your live. Someone's always going to comment on your picture. You are guaranteed a ton of likes on your social media posts and they just abuse it. They don't know how to act and they lose a ton of followers because people like me, we lose interest. We think it's annoying. You're not doing anything like that makes me want to stay. Like I don't need to see a picture of you in the mirror 500 times. Like give me some good content or a reason for me to continue following. Like Selly from American or from the Love Island America season two. I used to fucking love her. Now she's cutting fucking scissor marks into her eyebrows. She has a bird tattoo on her face. Everything is just too much. It's just not. But I I still follow her because she does have these cute little segments that she does. Justine, she does these cute little dances. I still just I mean, but everyone else, they're gone. Johnny, gone. Okay, we get it. You're fine. I don't need to see you post up in the gym. I don't need to see it. Bye. 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 I don't need to fucking see it. I was obsessed with Olivia from last season of Love Island. Bye. Gone. Corey. Bye. I don't need to see it anymore. You're all fucking annoying. You have all this money now from social media endorsements and you're just like, it's not entertaining to me anymore. All you're trying to do is sell a product, floss how much money you have and all this fun. Like, cool. You don't have a job and you just get to kick it all day, every day. Don't wanna see it am i jealous yes do i want that life yes am i too old to go on reality tv yes so this is just i'm bitter (laughs) i'm just kidding i don't want to be that annoying person and i'm sure the backlash and all like the fucking poking and prodding that the public does is i wouldn't be able to handle it that's for fucking sure no thank you one person says something mean to me and i'm like self-conscious about it for months so I'm not trying to be in the public eye at all I don't I just I feel bad for these people I kind of feel bad for Gabby because I feel like life's never going to be the same for her and I feel like in a way she almost wishes like she could turn back time and not go down this path I mean we'll see how it turns out I hope it turns out well for her Rachel I still don't really care about I just I don't I feel like everything's very surface level with her. I I don't think that there's really a connection with any of these guys that are there and these girls like I'm not seeing like, oh, there's really a spark with these two people. My prediction is neither of them are going to end up engaged at the end or they're not still going to be with the person that they selected. I just kind of don't think that anyone's I feel like everyone's kind of destined to be doomed now that comes off The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I just think like with social media pressures, Bachelor Nation Nation constantly growing. There's always new people that are being introduced into Batch Nation. They're always younger and prettier and shinier. And so it's inevitable that people are going to change positions, change partners. I just don't. I don't know. It's crazy that this one season that I was so looking forward to might be the season that fucking kills it for me. Friday. It was like cool today not like cool cool but cool enough for me to take Benny for a quick walk after I got off work and then I quickly realized that it was too hot for him so we only walk like a little over a mile but um it really fucking took it out of me I'm like so um annoyed at how much being off or going on a vacation can set you back you know like I was feeling really good and going to Pilates and now I've signed up for this membership so I do have to start going back but I just feel and that's probably because I'm still tired and just like not feeling great but I just feel like and I'm on my period I just feel like weak like I don't feel like I have it in me to do anything normally on Fridays I like fold all the laundry that we have on my lunch breaks because I don't have to like show prep for the next day 
But today on my lunch break, I wrote a strongly worded email to Air Canada. I filed one of the claims. I filed the claim for us getting bumped for the delays. And then I have to do a separate claim for our baggage. So I just spent my entire lunch hour doing that. And then um, I noticed in my schedule I had training. So they trained a group of people today for a specialty line at work. And the trainings are all virtual, obviously, and they're like super fast paced. So at the very end, they were like, does anyone have any questions? I was like, yeah, when does this start? They were like, immediately, like when we get done with this training, like you could have the potential to get these phone calls. So I was like so stressed the rest of my shift that I was going to get one of these phone calls. I didn't. But now I'm like, fuck, I wish I just would have ripped the bandaid off, got one of the phone calls and then. Um, got it out of the way because now the weekend's going to pass. I'm probably going to like forget. It's not going to be as fresh in my head. And then I'm going to really panic when I get a call on Monday. Or let's say I don't get one of these special two-line calls Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. I'm going to be off Thursday, Friday, Monday. So, oh my God, I can't even handle it. Um, And the amount of times that I was like had to mute customers today for coughing in their ear is ridiculous. It's super like phlegmy now. Which I guess is good, isn't it? When it loosens up, that it's better. Anyways, um, so something's been happening in our neighborhood. Um, it's been all in our community group that someone has been going around and stealing the tires, like not just the rims, the tires on people's cars. And people are coming out to their cars in the morning and their car their car is just legit on bricks. And it certain seems to be like in certain parts of the neighborhood. But Brett said that he passed one today on his walk with Benny, like a little too close for home for me. I'm like, we need to put our Xfinity um, security signs back out. I just don't want it. I don't want to have to stick it in our lawn, but I also want people to know that we have it. We have hella big ass lights in front of our house, though. And then when the lights come on, you can also see the security camera. So someone would have to be really fucking stupid. I've seen on the Facebook page that um, they just like take the the tires off and then roll them down the street to a car that like drives away with them. It's crazy, though, because every day I'm getting on the community page and I'm seeing someone post that their tires are missing and a picture of their car just like on bricks. I'm like, can we get some more patrolling in the neighborhood or like what? Can we get some extra cops out here um I got the skims boxers did I I don't think I really talked about my skims so I didn't think they were going to come in time they came like the day before our trip and I was obsessed with all of it I'm pretty sure I talked about that I can't really remember anyways I did get the skims boxers and I didn't try those on I just brought them on my trip and one of the day I put them one of the days I put them on at Brett's mom's house just to lounge in and I realized they didn't really seem like super appropriate also the mirror in the room I can't really get like a full like look at things. So I was just like, oh, I'm just going to take these off and bring them home with me. I actually took them in my carry on. I don't know why. I was like, if I'm going to lose anything, please not these skims boxers that I don't even really like. I don't know what the rationale was behind that. So anyways, I put them on last night because um, I have hell laundry to fold and I'm running low on stuff to wear to bed. They're actually so fucking comfy. I'm like bloated right now. So I feel like that's probably the reason that I'm like not like in love with them. But come next week when things are all sucked out, my uterus is empty. Oh, really? I feel like that's not right. I feel like they're going to be bomb, but they're super lightweight and they're so comfortable. Like I'm obsessed with them. I can't decide if I'm going to order another bralette, the one that Benny ate. I feel like I should just chalk it up as a loss. Like that's just a sign that I don't deserve it or something. I don't really know. But anyways, the boxers are so freaking comfy. Like they might not be the cutest thing on me right now. 
It's one of those coughs where like sometimes it's so bad that I can't even talk. Like I'll be reading a script at work and then I'm like, oh my God, it's coming. And then I just completely lose my voice and a cough just overtakes everything. And customers would be like, are you there? I'm like, yes, I'm still here. Um, Yesterday, my friend Ellie was like, you need to go look at the comments on the Air Canada Instagram page. Um, So I didn't, I can't believe I didn't think to look at their Instagram before this um but i went to their i went to their instagram and i just went to the most recent post on their page which is a video an air canada video like a travel see the world this canada just you know stupid and so so oh my god jesus christ i should just pause it and clear my throat you know what i'm gonna do that let me clear my throat. <laughs> if y'all want to party like we do. OK, let me go to the caption. The caption says from soaring mountains and majestic lakes to captivating cities with endless excitement. We're celebrating our country's spectacular beauty from coast to coast. Oh, my God. OK, the comments. Does anyone want to start a class action lawsuit? Shut Air Canada down. Um, thank you for canceling my flight three times in two days and delaying my flight one more time for an ambiguous reason. Your staff can't explain. Um, someone said traveling in two weeks. Um, by all the comments, I'm super afraid. The comments under that were like, you should be. Another comment says your post is tone deaf. Your customers are stranded. Can't speak to anyone. Focus on service on the phone and not your social media platform. Someone said, where is our luggage? Please do something. Someone said, is everyone's lost bags at the bottom of that lake? Because there's a lake in the video. Someone's, someone said, where's my luggage? Another comment, where's my luggage? Been lost since 623. Another comment says, hey, Air Canada, if you can't get passengers anywhere, why are you still taking reservations? Someone else said, dear Air, do not fly Air Canada. They will most certainly screw up your vacation. Someone else said, I'm writing to tell you that I have been without a suitcase for more than a week and you do not answer my emails. They stole my suitcase And my daughter's suitcase. Worst experience ever. I flew with them Saturday night, Sunday morning, and I still have not received my luggage. Been on hold for multiple hours only for them to hang up on me. I need answers and I want them now. It's okay. It's okay to not post anything for six months so you can fix your business. How about a social media post asking your customers advice on ways to improve your business? Get real advice from actual customers during your time of crisis. No other way to describe your operations. Crisis. Hi, I'm at Air Canada check-in at LAX, and I've been waiting for two hours and not close to checking in. What a horrendous experience overall. I understand short staff, but your kiosks don't work, and the poor woman at the counter is doing the best she can. Hope you're paying her well. (laughs) Another comment. Canada. Air Canada is the worst airline. Why are you sending my bag to Brazil? It needs to go to Denver. What the fuck are you even doing? (laughs) Oh, my God. Another another comment. You delayed my first flight, did nothing to help me catch my connecting flight and are making me and many others wait eight plus hours for an alternate flight. No agent to talk to in person or over the phone. Not a single ounce of apology or respect from your customers. Please respond to our complaints. Another one. Air Canada. Find my luggage. My wedding dress is inside. Please. I beg you. Someone said, get it together. You're blowing it. 
This one's good. Luggage is still missing after two weeks for 11 people in our group. We went to a ni- we went through a nine day European vacation with no luggage. Cannot get through on the phone to anyone. Your company disconnects the call after an hour and a half waiting on hold. These are air tags in some of our luggage. We can still see it's in London, but has been moved to Heathrow Airport. Wondering if we'll ever ever wondering if we'll ever see our luggage again. Someone said I needed medical attention and your staff ignored me. It is. Let me see how many comments. <clears throat> One thousand thirty nine. I went through a lot of them last night. Probably not a thousand, but I was scrolling for a long time. There's not one single comment that is positive that's not a bot. You know, like, oh, co- let's collab or whatever. Let me just tell you that if I was in another country and Air Canada lost my bugget, my buggage, my luggage, I would throw the biggest fucking bitch fit. I would not leave. Like, what can you do? Like, you don't have shampoo. You don't have conditioner. You don't have deodorant. You don't have makeup. You don't have clothes. You don't have underwear. Like, what? What do you actually do? I cannot imagine being in a position. I do know. I know this girl, um, this guy I used to work with and his wife. They recently traveled to like Italy, I think, for a wedding. And they didn't fly Air Canada, but their luggage was lost for a couple days. And she had to go to the wedding in that period of time. And I'm like, how the fuck did you swing it? I'm just not one of those people that can adapt in that situation. There are situations where I can adapt. That is not one of them. If I, I need, at a bare minimum, an outfit, underwear, a bra, moisturizer, bronzer. Like I actually, I need a lot of shit for bare minimum, bare minimum to survive. I just couldn't do it. Like if I were on a vacation and my shit didn't make it, I'd be like, well, I'll be in the room the entire time just wearing a towel because I'm not going to wear stinky clothes. Like what do you do? Yeah, I guess you can go buy things. I guess you can go buy things, but being in another country. Oh, that's fucking rough. That is fucking rough. My eyelashes are coming out right now at an alarming weight. My alarming weight. Erin's going to be so annoyed with me, but I she couldn't get me in. She's on a vacation right now, so I have to go like Tuesday, I think. <laughs> By then, things are going to be real fucking scarce. Sorry about it. I was on a vacation. It was a nightmare. Let me look at my face. Yeah, it's not looking good right now. And I have this like huge zit on my chin. Not on my chin, like on my neck. It's massive. It's like under the skin. Uh, Tell me you're on your period without telling me you're on your period. I'm just not hungry. I don't want to do anything. I went to bed again last night at eight o'clock. Brett stayed up watching the worst man on the Internet. I like woke up at midnight. I was like, what the fuck are you still doing awake? He was like, this has been really good. I got another. It was another 11 hour night in the bag for me, bro. Brett's like, I'm tired. I'm like, yeah, you fucked up. I have like, I've been sacrificing TV shows, um, social media posting, texting friends back to get those extra hours of sleep, because if not, I would die right now. I think that sleep and the amount of water that I'm drinking is the only thing that's keeping me fucking going right now. Um, I think we're going to start Love Island USA tonight. Just watch a couple episodes, but it's going to be another early night. Brett has some birthday money from his parents. We're going to go to Nordstrom Rack in the morning to spend it. I need to return some things to Abercrombie that I ordered when I was in England. So I got an email from Abercrombie when I was in England. I am still going to talk about my trip. Don't worry. Um, Not today, though. (laughs) I got this email when I was in England about Abercrombie having a sale. So I opened up the app and the app immediately went to the UK store. And I was like, oh, shit. The stuff that they're selling on the UK Abercrombie app is fucking hella cute. There was a skirt. Oh, my God. I die. I fucking wanted it so bad. When I realized I was in the UK shop and I couldn't order anything from there and I switched to the US, I was like, ah. But then, of course, you start looking and one thing leads to the next thing. And all of a sudden you have an order at your door. I had so many packages 
when we got home from England, Brett's like, what the fuck have you been doing? I'm like shopping a little bit. Um, but I'm returning everything except for one thing that I bought. I bought two um, bikini tops that are just not cute. I bought a pair of shorts that are fucking massive on me. And so I'm returning those. But I did buy this super cute like off-white crocheted. Not crocheted. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Knit dress. You know what I'm talking about? Looks like a looks like a dream catcher. It's hella cute. I'm probably going to bring it to Vegas with me. Um, yeah, I just I need to catch a tan this weekend because things are looking real pale. Anyways, um, and then I'm going to go get my nails done. I think I'm going to do a lime green color to the same place that I went before. That was bomb, bomb, bomb. Me and my sister-in-law are going to go, so I'm excited about that. And the rest of the weekend, I'm doing absolutely jack shit nothing. I'm laying out by the pool. I'm getting a tan. I'm eating this fucking quiche that we that we um, made because it's massive and there's so much of it. It's going to literally see us up until we leave again, which I'm dreading, by the way. And I feel bad. Like, it sucks to have someone, like – say that they're dreading the vacation that you're about to go on but I just dread Vegas like I don't have fun there anymore um it's not my vibe I'm not excited about it I think it's going to be my nightmare I'm not excited about being hot walking all over the place getting forced to do things I don't want to do like just like I just want to go to shows and like go to dinners and stuff and Brett's like let's fucking rage and I'm just not in the mood I'm not in the mood. Maybe if I would have had a breather, we were originally supposed to go two weeks after we got back from England. That would have been a good buffer. This is a little too soon. And then also I'm having anxiety because I made friends. Um, I made plans with my friend Amber. I'm pretty sure the weekend after we get back to go to her house for the weekend. And then the weekend after that, we have tattoos. And then the weekend after that, we're going to pick out our puppy. And then the weekend after that, we have a breather. But then the weekend after that, Brett's parents come here for two weeks. And the weekend after that, we get the puppy. And it's like, my sister-in-law asked me today if I had plans in October, November. I'm like, I have plans. I'm so booked out. I have plans the first weekend of October. And then after that, nothing. And I don't want to make any plans. Like, I'm so overwhelmed by all the plans that we have. It is ridiculous. All I want to do is nothing. Like, I've just realized that I've become such a homebody. And Brett fucking hates that about me now. But I'm just like, can we stay home and do nothing? Can we just sit here and watch TV and play with the animals? Because that is my dream come fucking true these days. Let me tell you um, really quickly, because I have a feeling Brett's about to say dinner's done, because, yes, he did make the salad without any avocado tonight. I was not in charge of anything. I'm like, are you going to make the salad while I take Benny for a walk? Cool. He's like, no, I'll make everything while you record your podcast. So um, I want to talk about the breaking news today that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson have broken up. Am I shocked? I was floored. Like, I guess I haven't really seen anything about them lately, but that's because Kim's in L.A. Pete's been filming something in Australia. And just yesterday there were reports. <coughs> An insider said, sorry, I'm like hey, in your ear every two seconds. An insider said that they're like doing well, that they're spending uh, as much time together as possible and that the long distance is hard, but they're going to get through it. I mean, it's not like he moved Australia. He's filming, filming a fucking movie like Jesus Christ. You're going to see each other again. Is it just because it's super fresh still? And like that seems like being so far away for such a long period of time seems like the end of the world. It's the end of the world as we know it. But I feel fine. Anyways, <clears throat> yesterday just reports saying that they were fine after lots of speculation that they were broken up. And then today I get online e-news. It's confirmed that they have broken up after nine months. I was shocked. 
more shocked. I, I was shocked at how shocked I was to be fucking shocking with you. Oh, great. The sound was on this whole time. Um, I can't believe it. I feel like although I don't want you guys to think that I like Pete Davidson or think he's fine or anything because I still don't. My stance is hard on that. But I did really um, latch on to their relationship. I did. It did really start to grow on me. I did like them together. I think I liked how happy and giddy Kim was. And I just felt like that was a good match outside of like the typical guys that she normally goes for, like the too cool for school. I just like that he made her laugh. Um, and, and now I just have all these questions like the new season of Keeping Up. It's already out or it's, it's going to be out in September, but it's already edited. It's already like ready. And so we're going to see all this shit after it's already happened. Like here I was so excited to see their relationship and now we're going to get to watch it. Yeah, but it's going to be months after it's already over, which just fucking sucks. I hate that about Keeping Up. That's always how it's been. Like we see something that's already happened months after it happened. And yeah, we still watch and we like to get like the inside scoop or whatever. But it's just uh, I just hate that about the show. Like here I was so excited to see their relationship kind of blossom. And now it's like I'm going to watch it and be sad that they're not together anymore. I just really like this was such this relationship was so out of left field, right? Like we would have never put them together. So now I'm just like, who's she going to be with next? Also, what's Pete going to do with those tattoos? I feel like 90% of the tattoos on his body are from ex fiancés, girlfriends, whatever that he's had because he gets a girlfriend and that's how he shows his affection. It's with a fucking tattoo. And now he has three tattoos. He has his Kim's kids names, initials tattooed on them, on him. My girl is a lawyer. What? He got a brand with her initials and now they're broken up after nine months. Like if this wasn't like after 10 years or anything. No, they're already done. And he has a brand on his body. I can't wait until she does her first interview about this because we need to know what happened. Um, the sources say that they ended on good terms. I, I, I need to hear it straight from the fucking source's mouth. And who's Pete going to be with next? Because you can't top Kim Kardashian. I'm sorry. You fucking can't. And if you disagree with me, that's fine. We're all entitled to our opinions. But that is my opinion. Who? What's next? What's next? Because you can't get better than that. And for Kim, you can get better than that. But who is it going to be? Like, I'm going to be mad if she goes back to dating like professional athletes and shit. That is just not what I want for her. That is not the vibe. <sighs> I'm way more invested in this relationship. Well, this it, no no longer a relationship than I should be. Part of me hopes that the rumors aren't true. You know, everyone was saying that Kendall Jenner and Devin Booker broke up and they really didn't. Like, what if this is a false alarm? I don't think it is, but I don't know. I saw a tweet that was like, Kim posted today some Yeezy glasses. Someone was like, the second that she posted endorsing Yeezy, I knew there were trouble in the waters. And I'm like, fuck, that's so true. Can you imagine if she got back with Kanye? No, that would never happen. Anyways, more to come on that. I'm going to cough, have a massive cough attack right now. So I'm just going to cut it right here. You need to cut it. Saturday. Today has been a funny day, let me just tell you. Let's just start with last night, though. Um, we started Love Island USA, which I told you we were going to start, I think. Um, it's on Peacock now. So previously, the host for USA was Ariel. And then there was um, this guy, I can't remember his name, but he was the voice, um, the narrator, well, now it's the English, the Love Island UK is the narrator of USA, and Sarah Hyland from Modern Family is the host. 
And everyone came out. And at first I thought like, okay, these girls are like, this is going to be like a good cast. But I feel like they're all super weird. I don't know what it is. I just cannot get as attached to the USA people as I can the UK people. It's just a totally different vibe. Just a totally different vibe. And this is how much I didn't give a fuck last night. I fell asleep during the episode that we were watching. There was like 40 minutes left. I was like, yeah, don't care. I think we watched like three episodes last night. I fell asleep in the middle of the third. First of all, what did I tweet? Let me get my tweets out because there was this guy that walked out. He's 21. A lot of them are very age appropriate, which I appreciate. But there was one of the guys was from one of the Dakotas. And I was like, ew, this guy like is not it. And the girls are going wild over him. I can't. Okay, so what was my first tweet? Started watching Love Island USA tonight, and I have some thoughts. Love Island UK, and I put the greater than sign, Love Island USA. Um, Thank God I don't have hair extensions anymore. Every single girl has hair extensions on Love Island USA on this season so far. Um, Everyone is so cheesy. Like, this girl, I think her name's Courtney... Or Christina, something with a... She has the huge boob. She's the one that's like, I've dated two girls before. She... I don't even believe that she's a real person. I end up tweeting about her next. I said, um, not convinced Courtney is an AI. Blink if you're a real human or move your face because she's just like gotten so much work done. It looks painful. Anyways, um, next bullet point. I hate all their voices. They're all like, oh my God. There's one girl with red hair that I thought I really liked. Like upon first glance, but her lip, her lips are too big. <laughs> I just get this weird vibe from her. Um, the confessional camera angles are horrible. Like it looks like a low budget production. And that's all I had for them for that. Um, and then also I said, Isaiah, 21 years old from one of the Dakotas, doesn't do his hair, wears weird clothes. All the girls like him. One is crying on night two over him. I don't get it. I accidentally tweeted love like the galaxy. Fucking hell. You know when you're about to click on a hashtag and then it's like the wrong one. Um, But so weird. Devin from MTV The Challenge started following me after I started tweeting about Love Island. I'm like, oh, hey, Devin. Um, So, yeah, I just I'm not I mean, I'm going to continue to watch it, but I'm not sold on it. I feel like. The guy, Jesse, agree, like he's one of those guys that the whole time you're talking, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just agreeing with everything that you're saying and I hate it. There's actually one girl from England on that I like. All the girls are just so fake and just like, I just, they don't seem like real people to me yet. This happened to me last year at the beginning too. I fucking hated all of them. And then once they turn into real human beings that just like aren't so aware of the cameras and how they look and how they're acting and stuff, when they start to act more like who they actually are, that's when I start to like them. But some of these people, I don't know, I'm getting a vibe that they don't know who they actually are. And it's just like they advertised it being on Peacock because it was going to be like too not safe for work for network TV. And I feel like it's a little too like sexualized from what I'm seeing so far. Just like we get like we fucking get it. Like they did this challenge on the first day. (coughs) And um, this girl was like. One of the girls, it was this game where like everyone had a secret. So the guys open these envelopes and had a steamy secret in it. And they have to guess which girl it belongs to. And one of them was like, this girl had sex for 92 hours straight. Did you, Brenda? Is that really what happened? Because I'm pretty sure you fucking didn't. Um, 
this girl once had sex and broke the bed. Like, who fucking hasn't? Get the fuck out of here. Um, No, but honestly, it's just like, it's just too much. I just don't like, I just don't like the way that it's being handled so far. The only thing that I will say I'm glad that they kept is this season on Love Island UK. They had the public put the couples together um, and the it was normal on USA. And I hope that they go back to how it was before on UK. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Fell asleep, woke up in the middle of the night and was coughing and then felt bad because like I felt like I was kept keeping Brett, Brett up. So I got up, took some cough medicine, took a while to fall back asleep because then I felt like my nose was running. And then I had the sniffles. And so I was like... Like, I just felt like I was making so much noise. Um, Fell back asleep. Then I woke up again at some point in the middle of the night. Anyways, finally wake up for the day. And our plan was to go to Nordstrom Rack right when it opens because Brett got some money for his birthday. And then we were going to go to the mall to return some things from Abercrombie. So we went to Nordstrom Rack first. (coughs) Well, first I took some cough medicine because I was worried that I was going to be coughing in public. And, you know, you're not allowed to do that anymore people look at you like you're absolutely insane so I um took some cough medicine got to Nordstrom Rack everyone there was wearing masks and I did have to cough cough a couple times I basically Brett had a work call so I pulled all this shit off the shelves that I thought he should try on um little tidbit from the trip I I'm sure I recently told you guys that I went to Nordstrom Rack and I found these shirts (coughs) for Brett and I brought them home and he liked them so I went and bought more well, he wore them in England and it's a brand called it's a brand. <coughs> Jesus Christ, it's a brand called Ben Sherman. And apparently that used to be a thing back in the day in England, like think FUBU. And so everyone was making fun of Brett that he was wearing these shirts. They're like, who do you why did you let him leave the house in a Ben Sherman shirt? And I was like, what? Ben? Sh- I don't even know who that is. Like it was a Nordstrom Rack. So I bought it anyways. Um, I just don't, I have no clue. So I pulled out a bunch of stuff. He went and tried it on while he was trying it on. I did a little, (coughs) you guys, I'm so sorry. I should really edit all this out, but it's just going to keep happening. I need to take some more cough medicine because this hasn't been happening all day. While he was in there, I went to go peruse because it was the red sticker sale or red tag sale again. Um, I found a few shirts and I found good American swim bottoms. Now, I don't know what the sizing is in good American. I have no clue. So by the looks of it. (coughs) Should I edit this out? I mean, oh, fucking hell. It's going to be so (coughs) bad. I'm not I don't have COVID. It's just a cold with a bad freaking cough. Oh. One of those coughs where I went to go get my nails done today with Lolly and it was like I was trying to hold it in so bad and like my eyes were watering. I remember when I used to work at the bank and I would I guess like having a cough has always been a thing because I remember when I used to work at the bank and like I guess mom I guess part of that had to do with like people thinking that money's dirty and I'm handing people money and if I'm coughing I'm getting my germs on it. So this was a thing too whenever I would go to the bank and I was like sick or I had a cough or whatever. I um, would always like try to hold it in and then it would just make it 10 times worse. So um, I found these pair of this pair of red good American swimsuit bottoms. And while I was in England, I told you that I was getting hella packages sent to my house. One of them was an uh, Amazon swimsuit that I saw from a TikTok influencer. And I knew the bottoms wouldn't fit me, but the top um, probably would. And it's one of those like um, 
strapless like scrunch where they just tie in the back and like they cover the boobs and it's super cute. But I don't really love a mismatched um, swimsuit for Vegas. So I didn't have any bottoms to go. And these were like, you know, exactly the same color red. They were marked down from 60 bucks to like 14. And so I was like, I'll just try them on. Went to the fitting room. One of the shirts was cute. And then those swimsuit bottoms fit fucking perfectly. They're full coverage. And I like more of a cheeky bottom. But I mean, I don't know if I'll for sure wear them in Vegas, but I'll wear them like they're super cute. So Ah! (laughs) trying to turn my head away from the mic. Hopefully that's making a difference. I'm going to have to go in. If you're hearing me talking about coughing and you're not hearing any coughs, that means I decided to go back and edit them all out because it's real bad at this point. Um, So Brett got like a bunch of shorts, a bunch of swim trunks. He only got one shirt. Um, And then we got in the line. We got this woman who was like kind of strange. She asked for my phone number. I was like, well, I'm going to be paying for it on my Nordstrom card. Um, And she was like, that's okay. I'll still take your phone number. And so I said, I have a $10 note. Can you apply it? She said, yeah. So she scanned all of our stuff. And at the end, it was like 250 bucks. I was like, can you apply one of my double points days? And she was like, oh, I already did. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't ask you to, but okay. So she bags up all of our stuff and we go to leave and the alarm goes off. And she left a freaking thing on one of the shirts or one of the items. So she took it off. And then um, I noticed that there was a coffee place in the How About Arden, like in that Nordstrom Rack shopping center. And I've noticed it before, but I've never really like thought twice about it. I was really craving a nice coffee. So I was like, can we stop in there? So Brett was like, I'll go get the car and I'll meet you over there. So, um, that's exactly what we did. I walked over to the coffee shop and um, he, which is called, let me hold on my, fr- let me see what it's called. It, oh, fucking hell. Jesus Christ. If you've been there and you know exactly what it is, it's called 18 grams coffee and tea. God, I was trying to tell Lolly what it was earlier. I was like 18 kilos. What the fuck? 18 grams coffee and tea. So I walk in and I'm like, oh my God, it's immediately a vibe. I take a look at the menu And there's like, you know, lavender lattes and shit like that. And all of a sudden I feel someone come up behind me and grab my butt cheeks. And it just doesn't feel like that wasn't something Brett would have done. But then I was like, I don't know, maybe he's in a real good mood today. So I turn around and it's my friend Violetta. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy to see you. So unexpected. Um, But I was also not trying to like breathe directly on her because, you know, I just don't know. And so we talked for a second and then I got a drink. I got a honey lavender ice latte with oat milk and I got a banana nut bread. Oh, my God. It was so freaking good. Now I'm going to want to go here for coffee all the time. And the food in there looked bomb. There are these breakfast sandwiches. They were huge. So anyways, then we went to the mall. Um, We went to Abercrombie first because I had to make a return. And then Brett wanted to get a new cover on his watch. So um, he was getting that done. It's where we cover our like phones and our watches and stuff. It's at like a kiosk right in front of the Apple store. So I went to Sephora because I've been using the NARS um, tinted moisturizer, but I wanted to get more of a full coverage foundation for Vegas. So we stopped in there and this guy helped me and I was like, I'm not really sure what color I am. All of a sudden he put like the cell phone that you walk around with in the store up to my skin and it like, I don't know, took a picture of my pigment or my tone or whatever. I don't fucking know. I was like, I hope that was clean. You're not about to have my skin breaking out before I go to Vegas. So anyways, he told me like what, like I was a warm tone. Anyways, he helped me pick out a foundation. So I got that and we left and then Brett dropped me off at the nail salon to go get my nails done with Lolly. We had an appointment at like 10, no, 1130. So 
Um, we both get there and I'm like, I think I'm going to do that green because last time we went in, I was thinking about doing this like lime green color on my nails, but I chickened out because we were going to that wedding in Chicago. I was like, I can't do lime green nails, but now we're going to Vegas. And I was like, I feel like that's appropriate. So I got it right. The second she put it on, I should have said something. I like immediately regretted it. I was like, oh, my God, I fucking hate it. And then um, Molly was like, no, I like it. And I was like, no, I freaking do not like it at all. Brett just called me to go put the french fries in because he ordered we ordered a curry for dinner from Bombay and I ran downstairs and it just reminded me on my way back up I see that Chuck's laying in here and he just like comes in here quietly now and lays down I don't even know he's in here I stay locking him in here I locked him in here yesterday too so anyways um Lolly's telling me that my nails are fine I'm just sitting there I'm just like maybe I'll like it more when she's done and then it dawns on me I'm like Lolly the only dress that I like know for sure that I'm bringing to Vegas is a purple sparkly dress. She starts dying laughing. She's like, so you're going to look like baby boop, baby bop, whatever from Barney, baby bop. Yeah, baby bop. And I'm like, oh, my God, no. And then I was like, Lolly, look at my toes. My toes are like pink. I look like a watermelon. I'm like instant regret, instant regret. Anyways, there's no turning back now. The nail tech can hear me like talking shit. We're like making fun of it. I'm like, no, the nails look beautiful. The color is just not this was this was a wrong choice for me. I almost went black matte. And I wish I would have done that with like a sparkle on it. I'm such an idiot. Anyways, so afterwards I was like can we go to Whole Foods because right across the street I was like Brett wants a sandwich and she looked at me like oh my god yes I love it when I have an excuse to go to Whole Foods so we went to Whole Foods she gets this hand sanitizer there that she really likes so I also thought that would be a good opportunity to get elderberry because everyone was telling me to get elderberry supplements for my immune system so I was like watch we're gonna go in for one thing and we're gonna walk out with so much our hands started to get full. I had to go find us a basket. We got like some English cheddar cheese. She bought us some like caramel toffee thing. She got stuff to make herself a cheese board. We got my brother and Brett like pastrami sandwiches or like Reuben sandwiches. I got a sushi roll. I got some elderberry stuff. Um, she got some hand sanitizer. It was just I mean, we we walked out. I spent 50 bucks and Brett gets alerts now. So fucking annoying. He turned on alerts for when I spend money. <clears throat> so anytime I swipe the card, it has a notification. And I've had that alert for a long time, but now he has it, too. So he called me. He was like, I sent you there for a sandwich. How did you spend $50? I'm like, I don't know. I got a couple other things. Lolly spent $80. So then she drops me off at home. Brett eats a sandwich. I eat my sushi. We go outside to like lay by the pool for a little bit because I for real lost my tan when I was in England. Brett all of a sudden is like cleaning the pool and he looks up and he's like, oh, my God, there's a wasp's nest um, on the top part of our house, like the upstairs part, like a way above our gazebo. And so in a panic, I call the pest control people. I leave him a message. That reminds me. I need to call them and tell them never mind. I take a picture of it and I send it to Lolly and she's like, that's a wasp's nest. I've moved on to Target. Would you like me to get you some spray? And so I was like, sure. She's like, you need to spray it, then wait and then knock the wasp's nest down. So um, we lay out by the pool for a while. She goes to Target. She drops me off the wasp stuff. Um, I come inside and then I'm like, Brett's like, I'm going to do it. So he goes out there, gets on a ladder, sprays it. Then knocks it down. It's still on top of the gazebo. It got stuck. It landed there. And so there's still a ladder. And then Brett came running into the house. There's still um, a ladder out there. The nest is still on top of the gazebo. And I just went to take Benny out. And there were wasps laying legit all over the ground. I had to take him back in. And Brett had to get the blower and blow them all away outside. 
Um, and then we came inside. We took showers. And I'm like putting laundry away from our trip in our closet. And I noticed that like Brett's bar where his clothes hangs, it's like bowing. And I'm like, Brett, and he's like, of I knew this was going to happen. He's like, this fucking house, you know, wasp nest. And then the two things in one day is too much for Brett. He just like sometimes he like loves his house and sometimes he gets super frustrated by it. So he um, takes the whole like bar of his clothes like off and sets it in our spare room. And he goes to pull like this piece of wood off that's hanging off. And it's literally in there with staples like there were some things that were definitely poorly done on this remodel. So now he has to go to Home Depot tomorrow to get stuff to fix it. And he's like super annoyed. Um, and I'm just like, well, at least we don't have anything to do tomorrow. You can do it first thing in the morning, knock it out. And then we can chill by the pool all day and hopefully get some sun before we go on vacation. So, yeah, it's been a crazy day. And then also, Brett, keep, Benny keeps getting, whenever we're in a floaty for like a sleep and we're by a ledge, all of a sudden Benny will just climb on. So we used to have some of the best floaties. I had some of my favorite floaties of my life this summer. They're all gone. Now we have three floaties. So Brett's going to go to Target tomorrow morning. Hopefully they're going to be on sale because the summer's almost over so we can get some more. It's a nightmare. Um, so yeah. And then also one of the floaties, Brett dove onto it today and he immediately started sinking and Brett was like, Benny, save me. Benny just sat down next to me. Like, ain't no way he's willingly getting in the pool. Sunday. Good news. I'm coughing way less today. Although I feel like when I'm coughing is when I'm talking and I have also haven't done much talking today. So maybe that's the cause. Hi guys. It's Sunday. Um, last night we watched for all mankind or mankind for all the thing on apple the space show we were so behind um we're still not all the way caught up but we're <clears throat> getting closer we basically watched it till 10 got in bed tried to watch another episode but brett fell asleep and i was like really into the episode i tend to pay attention more when we're in bed just because i'm like not on my phone so anyways i was super into the episode and brett's like i'm falling asleep man i need to clear my throat I spared you. That was a doozy. So Brett fell asleep and I still wasn't like super tired. I definitely could have fallen asleep, but I was like, I need to watch something else. Stupid me. I should have put The Bachelorette on because I'm still an entire episode behind. I'm just so not into it. Um, instead, I decided to start F-Boy Island, which um, I watched last season and was really good. And so I put it on and the first episode, I mean, it's even better than it was last year. Last year, there were de there was definitely room for improvement. This year, I'm hooked after one episode. So I was watching it, right? And I start choking in bed. So I go to reach for my water bottle, but I'm not looking. I accidentally hit my phone, scare everyone. I wake Brett up. Chuck runs out of his bed that's on the floor. Chuck now sleeps on the floor. He doesn't sleep on his bed on our bed anymore. I think he just likes to copy Benny. And so he likes to sleep on the floor now. So I put two different beds for him next to my bed. And that's where he sleeps. God knows what's going to happen when we get the new dog. But we'll take that as it comes. So everyone's scared. Brett wakes up. He's like, what's going on? And once Brett wakes up, sometimes it's hard for him to get back to sleep. So I'm like, God damn it. I went and ruined my TV time. So um, mind you, Brett goes to bed almost every night with the TV on. Like he does turn it off, but I go to sleep and I am sometimes like turn it down a little bit. But when Brett is the one sleeping and it's the rare occasion normally on a weekend where I want to stay up and watch something. Oh, all hell breaks loose. So Brett's like, what's happening? 
And I'm like, nothing. It's fine. Just go back to sleep. I think he gets up and goes to the bathroom and then he gets back in bed. And now he's looking at the TV. And I don't want, I don't, I could, I'm limited for shows that I can watch by myself because he wants to watch everything with me. The Circle, still haven't fucking watched, started watching that. And I've held off on watching it because he said he wanted to watch it. We are swimming in shows right now. We have the challenge, CBS challenge. We have a couple episodes of Married at First Sight. <clears throat> I'm so far behind Married at First Sight now <clears throat> that I don't know if I'm going to watch this season because I don't know if I can catch up. <clears throat> like, we're so far gone. <clears throat> Love Island USA. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. We've got a lot. So <clears throat> when he asks me what I'm watching, I'm just like, oh, this stupid show that I watched last year. Like, I want to make it sound not enticing because I don't want him to want to watch it. And he's like, well, what is it? And I was like, just this show, Brad. It's on HBO Max called F-Boy Island. And he's like, oh, turn it off. I'm go- trying to go to sleep. I was like, what? why when I told you what show it is, do I have to turn it off? Like, if I would have said a different show, would you have said I could turn it to, like, leave it on? I'm like, no, I'm not turning it off. I want to watch it. I have it down at level eight. He does not do me that same courtesy. He likes to say that he goes down to 12, but he is in the 20s for sure. So... I am being so respectful. He's going, oh, oh, I can't get back to sleep. It's been two seconds, Brett. Just give it a minute. I'm sure you'll be fine. And so, right. A couple minutes pass. And I can st- I can tell that he's still awake. All of a sudden, I hear some heavy breathing. And I can tell that he's just about to fall asleep. And the show that is on level eight um, does the, there's a, I don't need to give you context. They play the iPhone alarm sound, which is also Brett's phone alarm for his work phone. And he's on call this weekend. So he's like, is that my work phone? Knowing that it wasn't, it was obvious that it was the TV, but Brett likes to be dramatic. So I was like, no, Brett, it was the TV. And he's like, oh, just turn it off. I'm like, no, I want to watch one 45-minute fucking long show. Let me have it. Once. Let me have it. So he falls asleep quickly, right? So fast. I finished watching my show. I'm tired after that. I really just wanted to watch one episode. I wanted to watch more, but I was tired, you know? So I turned the TV off, go to sleep. Brett yesterday, before we went to sleep, said to Benny, like, please just let me have a lay-in tomorrow. So this morning, I happen to hear Benny whining. Some mornings I don't. Most mornings I don't. And so Brett's like, I think he just needs to go out for a piece. So I'm like, I can do that. So I get up and I take him out. And then I tell him to get back in his bed. And I get back in bed. But now Brett's asking me questions. I'm talking. I'm coughing. Next thing you know, Brett's like, I'm just going to wake up. I'm gonna, he's like, what time did I fall asleep? I was like, like 1030. He's like, oh, so I got eight hours. I'm like, yeah, you got a good night's sleep. And so did I. I went to sleep an hour after him. So I get I got I guess I got seven hours, but I normally get a full eight hours. So for me to not get a full eight on a Sunday, Brett takes Benny for a walk. I, I can't fall back to sleep. Chuck comes and gets in bed because he thinks I'm awake and he's just like purring and rubbing my face. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to go back to sleep. So <clears throat> Brett gets home. We have an argument about washing the sheets. We just we wash our sheets every Sunday. But because we got home from vacation and they were like crusty and fusty, we decided to wash them midweek this week. And Brett's like, we need to wash the sheets today to get back on track. I'm like, no, because we're leaving this week again and it's just going to put us off track. I'm like, if we just leave it till when we get back, then we'll be right back on track over the weekend, like next Sunday. And he's just like, no, we need to wash them today. I'm like, Brett, we're not washing them today. It's a waste of energy. It's a waste of water. Like, we're not doing it. We just washed our sheets like three days ago. We don't need to wash them again. 
And then he's like, I want to go back to Nordstrom Rack because I really wanted a pair of boat shoes. I'm like, that's fine. We can go back to Nordstrom Rack. He's like, oh, and we need a new um, a new pole for the pool net because I bent it yesterday getting the wasp nest, wasps nest down. I'm like, fine, we can go there too. And he's like, I was like, since we're going to Nordstrom Rack, I want to go get one of those nice coffees I got yesterday from gram, 18 grams or whatever. He's like, I want one too. So we get to the parking lot. Nordstrom Rack isn't open yet. So we go to the coffee shop. We get a coffee and we decide to get some breakfast sandwiches. Brett got like this fried chicken, egg, I don't even know, breakfast sandwich. It looked so freaking good. <clears throat> he says I'm the worst sandwich eater, so he wouldn't let me have a bite, which is wild because I worked at Beach Hut and I can eat a Beach Hut sandwich without making a mess. I hold my sandwiches, though, with one hand. I like to have one hand free, not messy. You know what I mean? He says that's where I go wrong because things slide out of the bottom because I'm not gripping it from both sides. It's a whole thing. So I got a like some type of like Japanese sausage maybe with jalapeno. It was mine was really good. I took a picture of it, but my picture didn't look as good. I'll put it up at What the Chuck podcast. Brett's look a lot better. Huge portion. They came with crisp cut fries that were seasoned. I, I would love to know what they were seasoned with. They were so freaking good. We spent like 50 bucks, which I feel like the meal was 10 times better. It's, it was very similar style to like what we get at Solomon's, but we spent way more money there and it was b- bigger portions. Like we definitely could have split a sandwich. Like I feel like Brett and I are going to go there every weekend. It's so freaking good. I want to try different things too on the menu. Like I got the same coffee I got yesterday, the honey lavender. Because it's so good, but I want to try different things because people were DMing me after I was posting saying, oh, you got to try this. You got to try this. So <coughs> I definitely want to make my way through the menu. I also need to learn how to pronounce the things on the menu. I was pointing today. I was like, I one of these and one of these. I don't know what kind of food it is. I heard someone say Vietnamese. So is it like a Vietnamese breakfast spot? I don't know if anyone's been there and knows what like that, like the sausage meat and stuff. It's different. It's unique. Um, and then we went over to Nordstrom Rack, found a pair of boat shoes for Brett. He was whinging about the cost. Um, Brett panics about money. It's so wild. He's like, we're getting ready to go to Vegas. We need to, we need to not spend any money. I'm like, well, that's not realistic because I'm getting waxed tomorrow. I'm getting my eyelashes done on Tuesday. Like if you need boat shoes, just buy boat shoes. Live a little dude. He never wants to spend any money. I'm like, oh my God, we, I work three jobs. He has a good job. I'm like, spend it. relax spend it oh and before this brett has like been having an issue with the tire on his truck like keeps going down he's had to get a new one he's had to get it patched and so first we go to a gas station near us which was a bad idea to try to pump it he puts all we scrounge up all of our change we get all the quarters we can we have just enough he puts it in and it takes all this money and he's like will you go inside and talk to them i'm like no because we're in a bad area there's like if you go a block up from us like out on the main street it's not good and i was like i'm not i'm not getting out of this truck and going inside no thank you um and so i was like as we were going to nordstrom Mac, i was like oh there's uh you can pump up your tires at this gas station so we get there it's a whole thing it's running when we get there but the tires aren't being pumped i go inside she says that it's free she tries to turn it on there's an error message the car behind us is honking at us Anyway, she finally gets us to start working and he tries to pump the tires up and it's not working. And again, Brett's super dramatic and he gets um, bent out of shape super easily. And so he's like, first of all, when we left the first place after it stole all our money, he's like, I'm about to take this citizenship test and America doesn't, there's America, that's stealing America's, I don't even want to live in America. Like just being so fucking dramatic, right? I'm like, oh my God, calm down. And then after we go to the second place, he's like real fired up. I'm like, it's okay. I was like, don't let this ruin your day. I'm like, where do you have to be right now? I was like, it's Sunday. 
We're running errands that are not necessities. Like just, it's fine. Relax. So when we're at Nordstrom and he's looking for these shoes, he's like expecting it to be cheap because a lot of stuff at Nordstrom is cheap. But the men's shoes are kind of a different story. He's like, I'm not paying $80. I was like, well, I have a $10 Nordstrom note. You can use it. I got another one from our purchase yesterday. I'm like, you can use it. And he's just like, well, it's still going to be seven, almost $80 with tax. I'm like, oh, my God, Brett, it's fine. He's like, can you just put it on your Nordstrom card? I'm like, no, it's coming out of our checking account. Oh, my Lanta. So we go pay for the shoes. And then he's like, oh, we're not going to go to the pool supply store place anymore. We need to watch what we spend. I'm like, Brett, we don't need to watch what it's fine. So we go to a pool supply place. (coughs) We needed new floaties and I found some really good ones there. They were each $50, though. And I knew he was going to say no. So I was just like, I'll buy these. Jesus Christ. I didn't even want to hear him whinge. So I bought the pole we needed and the two floaties. And I was like, let's go home. So we get home. We blow up or Brett blows up the new floaties. They are amazing. They're like mesh bottom, which is the way to go because um, I just feel like Brett likes to jump. We both jump on things like into the pool and that's how things pop. And also Benny, I was like, Benny's not allowed on these new pool floaties. What happens when we get outside? Brett immediately, I turn around and Benny is on one of the pool floaties. Anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. I think yesterday I talked about how I got those swimsuit bottoms from Nordstrom Rack to match this swimsuit top that I got from Amazon. Well, I hadn't tried the swimsuit top on yet. So I put it on today and it is one of those like ruched, um, strapless. You guys know what I'm talking about. They're like super popular right now. Um, And I do see them on people with bigger chests, but I also feel like they maybe, maybe, maybe look better with girls with smaller boobs. Anyways, I put it on and Brett just listened to my travel podcast. I don't know if I mentioned it in that. I don't think I did. No, I didn't. So he wouldn't have known. Brett, I put it on today because I was going to wear it. It's even though it's a little small. Um, I was well aware that it was small. But I was going to put it on today because no tan lines, right? I could get a good tan with it. I didn't ask Brett's opinion. Brett's like, you're not wearing that to Vegas, right? And in my head, I already was like, oh, this is a little small. I probably wouldn't wear this to Vegas. he's like you're not wearing this to vegas right i'm like why and he's like "Mm, it doesn't look good and i'm just like well i didn't ask for your opinion pisses me off right brett's been doing that a lot lately giving his opinion about how things look when he doesn't need to overstepping and i'm like okay well i didn't ask so thanks for your opinion but don't not necessary here and so when we get outside and benny gets immediately gets on the floaty i'm like oh fuck no i'm like get him off so annoyed right Brett can tell I'm annoyed at this point. But he again comments on the swimsuit. You're you're not going to bring that to Vegas, right? He was like, it just looks really funny. I was like, funny how? He's like, I don't know, just funny. It just looks weird. And I'm like, what weird how? I'm just waiting for him to, you know, really dig himself deep into that hole. And he's like, it's just too small. And I'm like, K, point taken. Do you want to bring it up again? No? Yeah, are we done here? Okay, cool. Didn't ask for your opinion. Don't need it. Thank you for shopping at Rayleigh's. Goodbye. And so now I'm ignoring him. And he knows now that I'm really upset. <coughs> and like, we've been craving apple juice. So he got some today. He's like, do you want me to get you an apple juice from inside so you can put it in the floaty in the cup holder? I'm like, no, don't talk to me. That's why I haven't been talking all day because I've been basically ignoring him by the pool. I'm fine now, but just like, I don't, I wasn't, I don't need your, I asked for Brett's opinion a lot on how things look, but lately He's just been telling me without me asking. Guys, let me give you a tip. 
Do not tell us unless we ask. Okay. Um, if we ask you if something looks too small, tell us. But if we don't, just take the hint that we probably already know. I'm laying out by my pool in my backyard. It had already mentally registered that I wasn't going to be bringing this swimsuit to Vegas. Okay. I wish I wouldn't have even worn it because I could have returned it to Amazon. But it is good for laying out by our pool. I mean, it's not like I don't my boobs weren't popping out. I mean, they were. But anyways, men, just don't ask or don't tell us unless we ask. Okay. That's my piece of advice for today. Sunday's advice. So, um, Benny and Brett are now Pet Food Express. Brett took him there to go get a bath because I have work to do. And so, typically we go together. But, um, I have stuff to do. So, Brett was like, if you just stay, then it's gonna, you know, kill two birds with one stone. Like, I can go do this. You can do that. Then we can meet in the middle and be done. But it really stresses me out, Brett, going to do this. I mean... <coughs> I think it, it the cough does per, like it gets worse when I'm talking for sure because I haven't been coughing like this all day. Uh, I also didn't edit any of those coughs out from yesterday. You're welcome. Um, Bet Brett and Benny are like best friends, right? And Brett definitely knows Benny more than I do, and like his little quirks and what he will do and what he won't do. Like, I don't. You will not catch me at the park letting Benny off leash playing with the ball, but Brett does, and Brett knows that Benny will come back to him. I just don't. It's not the same for me and Benny. So like whenever we go to Pet Food Express, like, OK, so one thing that Brett does that drives me crazy. Hi, Brett. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying this episode. Um, when we go somewhere, we buckle Benny into the seatbelt, right? <clears throat> and um, when we un- and then he won't jump down from the truck. So Brett will unbuckle him, put him on the ground, and then put his leash on. And I'm like, no, we can't just, in a busy-ass Lomans Plaza parking lot, set him down on the ground and then clip his leash? I'm like, that's so dangerous because I am a panicker. I'm an overthinker. And Brett's like, it's fine. He's not going anywhere. And then when we put him into the bathtub at Pet Food Express, sometimes he doesn't, doesn't clip him in either. And I'm like, if he runs through the store like another dog and runs out the front door and gets hit by a car, I just can't. So like them being at Pet Food Express right now without me, Brett giving Benny a bad like I have so much anxiety I cannot even think because even though Benny doesn't fuck with me as much as he fucks with Brett even though Benny doesn't love me as much as I love him all I do is worry about that dog and something happening and so all I can think about right now is the fact that they are at Pet Food Express and I hope that Brett is like leashing him and like I I, I just the whole thing. I can't even think about it because I will break out into a rash. So moving on, I thought of something that I wanted to say, but now I can't remember. Oh, so another thing, <clears throat> Brett's re- Brett realized that he has like a job the weekend because I remember I told you guys that we're like so busy for the rest of the month. So we were supposed to go to my friend Amber and Brad's. They live in like the Oakdale area and we planned this like I don't know, a month and a half ago. And Amber probably already thinks that I'm going to flake because, oh, Brett and Benny are home. Thank God. She already probably thinks that I'm going to flake, but I wasn't going to. I'm like, come hell or high water, we are freaking going that weekend. Well, now Brett has a job. His citizenship test is a couple days later, and we really have no other time to study. So he's like, I really don't think that it's a good idea for us to go anymore. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. I was a little overwhelmed by all these plans anyways, but I haven't told her yet. And I'm having extreme anxiety about texting her and telling her that we're not going to be able to go because she's probably waiting for the text. I just know that she is because this just always seems to happen. Like something always seems to come up when either of us try to hang out, like whether it's on her end or on mine. 
And that's just what happens when you're adults and you try to make plans with other people who have kids and lives and jobs and families and other friends. And like she lives in a whole other area now with like a whole friend group that I've only met once. And it's just like different, you know. But I want to like come at her with like replacement plans. But I don't want to like like we're driving up to that area to pick out a puppy like a couple weeks later. So like what if we hung out for the day after we did that? I don't know. I don't know. No, we can't leave Benny for that long. But can we I wonder if the I wonder if the breeder would let me bring Benny to pick out the puppy. That's probably not a good idea, right? Well, they don't want other dogs around those dogs because like Parvo and stuff. But if Benny's been vaccinated, okay, I'm doing too much talking this out with you guys when I could be doing all the work and also going to sniff Benny because he's nice and clean. Bye. Monday. So at 7.51, I'm just sitting down to do this because I had a wax. I had work to do. And so this one's going to be super quick. I had some things written down that I'm just going to blast through really quickly here. First of all, um, Brett yesterday was like, (laughs) I think I'm getting your cold. And then today, full blown was like, oh, now I know how you feel. I'm not feeling too good. I'm like, oh, I haven't heard a single cough come out of you besides a fake one. But that's cute. And also yesterday, you know how I said he was trying to spend money? Well, (laughs) he went to Pet Food Express and we buy these tokens to give Benny a bath. And so he went up to the register and she was like, it's buy three, get one free right now. Do you want to do that? And Brett said, I just want one. Well, she took that as I want the buy three, get one free. So it cost him like $50 or something like that. And then when he went up to the sink to do Benny, um, there was time left on the bath. So he didn't even need to spend money at all on any of the tokens. And I was fucking dying when he told me like so typical. Ekansu keeps putting these filters on her Instagram and it's crossing over onto Davide's face and it's driving me nuts and I'm sure it's driving him nuts too because it's making him look like something is like wrong with him. Also, I just feel like she's going to be super like front facing rant social media girl and I feel like he's going to get sick of that real fucking quick. Yesterday, I decided to shoot my shot with Gemma Owens from Love Island. If you don't know, she's Michael Owens' daughter who was like some big soccer star. So anyways... She wore this necklace the entire time she was on the season. I thought it was so weird that she never took it off, like wore it at all times. And Brett was like, it's probably super expensive. That's why she's not taking it off. She posted a video and I was like, I responded to it and I was like, um, actually, no, because she didn't have her responses turned on. So I just went to her page and I messaged her. This is so unlike me. And I was like, hey, just in case you see this, where did you get that necklace that you always wear? Unless it's like buy a jeweler and like $20,000 and forget it sent it right today I'm perusing and someone posted one of the accounts I follow posted that the um, necklace that she was wearing is valued at $20,000 which is basically half of the money that she won from Love Island but because she was rich going into it like she probably doesn't even give a fuck oh no she didn't win the prize money oh fuck if you haven't seen that my bad um anyways yeah so I immediately went back to her page to the messages and I deleted it because that is stupid of me that was really cute of me to think that she was wearing like a $20 necklace the entire time on Love Island getting in and out of the pool it didn't rush she was only there for two months yeah idiot I should have never even messaged her in the first place um it's the first time I, I got waxed today for the first time in a long time and holy shit it felt great I was so hairy You guys, today I got my first call. Remember I told you I was trained in a different department? Well, the first call came through today. And of course, it was someone that wasn't very friendly, um, someone that works for the company. It's basically like an internal number. And so I could tell that I was holding him up, but I couldn't figure out how to do like what he needed. So I put him on hold and then I came back to him and I just started rambling. I was like it. I was like full transparency is my first day on this line. I was like, so sorry that it's taking so long. And then he didn't really say anything. So I started nervous laughing. I was going <laughs> like legit out of a sitcom. Like I couldn't stop myself. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And it just continued. And then I did it again at the end of the call, which is just so fucking embarrassing. So Tomorrow I have a lash appointment after work. I'm really stressed about what I'm going to tell you guys about my trip because 
<coughs> Tomorrow's the last day that I record, so I don't have to figure it the fuck out. Maybe I'll do it on my lunch break. No, it's probably not going to be enough time because there's like a lot that I have to tell you guys. I've like taken notes. I need to set it aside, make myself a list so I don't miss anything. Check it twice because I'm fucking Santa Claus. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tuesday. I really didn't think any of this through. Like I was like, oh, I'll tell you guys about my trip. I'll tell you guys about my trip. I'll tell you guys about my trip tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. This podcast comes out tomorrow and I'm on limited time and I should have just done it on the weekend when I had an unlimited amount of time. But here we are. So I'm going to be telling you about my trip today. But first, I want to talk about the cheese that I bought over the weekend. So you guys know I went to Whole Foods with Lolly. She was getting this cheese. She was like, you need to get this cheese. I saw it was like an English aged cheddar, which is Brett's fave. So I got it. They're like these little cubes, right? <clears throat> and it was called Seaside. That was the brand. And Brett is always saying that everything's by the sea, by the seaside. <clears throat> I tried to go through... <clears throat> the other entries today and edit out the coughs and it's impossible because I can't spot out what they look like in like, I'm sorry, sorry, (laughs) sorry. I don't have time to edit all of the coughs out. Anyways, Brett always says that everything's by the seaside. He'll go like, it's by the seaside. I can't explain it. It's just we say weird things to each other. So I bought it. And the first couple days that we had it, I like wasn't really eating it until Brett was like, oh my God, that cheese is so fucking good. You take a bite of it. There's like crystals in it. It's like kind of crunchy. It is the best fucking cheese I've ever had. So I've been having like, I don't know, four to five cubes a day. Today I was taking a little break and I was downstairs. I was like, I'm going to eat one of these cubes because they're kind of filling. They're legit super small, like a cube of gum. And so I started reading the packaging and it was like calories per serving 120 how many serving or how many pieces of cheese in one serving? One, just one. So I've been eating five to six cubes of a hundred and calorie, 120 calorie cheese per fucking day for the past week leading up to us going to Vegas, where I will essentially be in a swimsuit for 90% of the time. Perfect. Hi, love to be here. Thank you for coming. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. It's a real fucking hot mess. So um, I feel like there was something else that I want to talk about today, but I can't really remember. Oh, last night I watched last week's episode of The Bachelorette and um, I am just not that into it. She's just not that into you. I did get an um, so I've been talking to someone at work and I don't know who this person is. I'm pretty sure they're in L.A. or something like that. Anyways, She emailed me right when I got back from vacation and I was super overwhelmed. I had so many emails and she had written this like bio for me for this basically to give the salespeople so I can get endorsements and things like that. She pulled the verbiage from my website like in bits and pieces, but the paragraph itself like just didn't really make that much sense. And obviously I haven't edited my website in a long time. It's really old. I can't I don't have access to be able to edit it. So anyways, when she sent it to me, I kind of snapped at her. I was like, it's cheesy. I don't like it. Anyways. Then we got to talking and now I just like I just I was not in the right mental space to be replying to emails while I was also at work. And so that's why I snapped. So we've been like friends. We've been talking all week now. And um, we were recently today we were talking about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And she said the perfect thing today. The Bachelorette's not sure about this season. I feel Rachel cries too much and Gabby has two sides. Her funny, her funny, witty one-liners, but also the, the distraught, disturbing, and borderline desperate side. I'm perplexed with the season. We'll, th- we'll see if things turn around next week. And then also Steph um, sent me a message. I got to find hers too because hers was also really good. Um, what Like her analyzation. Her analyzation, is that right? I don't even know. Orientated. 
It's really orientated. Not skinny, but not fat. I started watching Love Island. <clears throat> if you follow her, you've been seeing her commentary. She also commented on the orientated. She was like, why the fuck are they saying that? Um, This was the really good one. Steph said, Rachel is a snoozed fat. <clears throat> Hold on, you guys. I like have to catch my breath because I'm going to cough. Oh, no, I'm going to hiccup. Rachel is a snooze fest and Gabby's personality is being edited out so she doesn't outshine her. Everything is super surface surface level. And that's so true. I was trying to pinpoint what I didn't like about Gabby. We don't talk about Gabby. I was just trying to decide what I didn't like about her. What was like being edited wrong? And I feel like they're making her look really, really weak when she's been set up to be this like very strong person. And that just makes total sense. Like Rachel's personality doesn't even come close to Gabby. So they're giving her like a weird edit so that she doesn't outshine Rachel. I'm getting their names confused. You fucking know what I mean. Anyways, last night's episode was a little bit better. There's a little bit of drama brewing. I just don't see any of these guys going far. Also, everyone is like, Nate should be the next Bachelor if Gabby doesn't pick him. All the shit's coming out now about how right before he went on the show, he was with this girl for a year and a half. They thought she thought they were still together. Now he's on the show. She didn't even know he had a kid. So he's over here like, oh, I love my little girl. No, this girl he was dating for a year and a half didn't even know that he had a kid. So I don't trust Nate. I never did. I don't trust his sly words. They're not even sly. Like, yeah, he says nice things, but the way he says them are a little sus. I don't trust him. I don't trust nothing about him. I've never liked him. Yeah, he's good looking. But anyways, okay. Let's talk about my trip. Um... So I'm going to try like the notes that I took are legit fucking crazy. Um, Let's start with Chicago. So we land in Chicago and um, we immediately go to our hotel, which you heard my back and forth leading up to this trip. We when Brett booked it, I looked at the pictures on TripAdvisor or Expedia, wherever he booked it. And I was like, oh, that looks nice. And then um, someone asked where we were staying. I told them they didn't respond, which made me look at the Yelp reviews And then I saw that there was not one positive Yelp review about this hotel and I started to panic. So um, we get a lift from the airport to the hotel and outside it looks real fucking rough. But it's right across the street from like the park in Chicago, like the one where the bean is. So I'm like, it can't be that bad, right? Um, So we get inside. The lobby looks super nice. There's like a really pretty chandelier. But the staff, you can tell it's like bottom of the barrel type of shit. Like, yeah, they're wearing uniforms and what whatnot, but they're not nice. They're not talking. There's no how's your day. There's nothing. There's no bedside manner. That's that's the saying, right? Um, So we very quickly check in like it's there's just not a lot of talk. So he tells us where our room is. We go upstairs. I had washed my hair the night before in preparation because I knew once we got there, we were going to have to like get freshened up and go. So we walk into our room and I am like instantly smelling like mold and cleaning products. And I'm like, oh, my God, this fucking room. It just looks outdated. It doesn't look it looks clean but like not clean. You know what I mean? Like there's only so you can only clean something that's not clean so much. And I instantly hear something too. So I go into the bathroom to check it out and I'm like, oh, someone left the water running. No, the water just didn't turn off in the tub. Just constant flow of running water. And Brett's like, well, at least the view is nice. I go over to the window. It legit looks like we're in Chernobyl. Like what the fuck are we at the bottom of? Is that the Titanic? What the fuck is this room? 
I immediately start taking pictures. It was just perfect timing after the day that I had spent making fun of Brett on my social media for all the shitty booking that he was doing. And then we top it all off with this hotel. So immediately we're just like, we need to get showered and we need to get to this welcome party. It was a welcome party. And we were involved in all the wedding festivities, um, which was really nice, like with the wedding party and stuff. So we get ready. I wear, what did I wear? Oh, what I was planning on wearing didn't work out. So I wore something that I brought with me on this vacation that I didn't even think I was going to try on. My friend Amanda gave me this like leopard print midi skirt recently. And that's what I wore with like a bodysuit underneath. And I wore a regular bra with it, which and my boobs were like out out. And I'm not really comfortable with that these days. So I was like feeling a little self-conscious about it. Normally I wear like a bandeau. I'm really trying to push them down, but they were really pushed up tonight. So we get in an Uber and we get this Uber driver. She's super nice. She's from Chicago. She's like in her 20s and she's giving us all this advice about places to go in Chicago. And I'd also been talking to this girl that I've never met before, but we're like friends on the radio. And um, she was giving me places to go to. Of course, I went to none of them because I just wasn't staying in the right area. She was saying that we were staying in super touristy um, Chicago that we needed to go to different areas. So the girl in the cab literally gave us the longest list of places to go in Chicago. The girl in the goat, batter and berries, wildberry, carnival, timeout, bar Siena, um, Chinatown, mango, mango, Chai Cafe, Oystar, Frida Room, Revolutionary Brewery located in Logan Square, Emporium, Tapster, Cloves, Richards Bar, The Dawson, River West, Diadiam Amdiado, whatever. Anyways, I took this long list and I was like, great, perfect. Yeah, we're definitely going to have time to do this. We'll get to that. So we get to the welcome party. It's at this really cute bar. At first, I don't even notice that there's an inside. It's really just out on this like patio, but it's a huge patio. And there's like string lights. It's just perfect. And there's a good amount of people there. I would say over 50. But Brett and I are late. <clears throat> we thought for some reason, my my calendar synced up to like California time. So when we thought we were going to be there early, we were actually like two hours late due to the time difference. Wasn't a big deal, though. We went to go find Jack and Christina, the bride and the groom. We interrupted Jack, who was talking to a couple. And um, Jack obviously had a lot of people to talk to because he's the groom. So he kind of passes off, passes us off to these people. And Jack is from Liverpool. He's from England. And Christina is from originally from Chicago. So a lot of the guys that were there were English. So when he passes us off to this couple, <clears throat> Immediately, this guy starts talking, talks super fast. I'm like, he's either Scottish or he's from Liverpool. He's from Liverpool. And um, him and Brett shake hands or whatever. And then he has a girl with him. And so the girl shakes Brett's hand. And then when she goes to when they introduce us, she doesn't shake my hand. So I was immediately like, make a mental note to talk about this bitch in my podcast. Like I was like, what the fuck? Okay, cool. We don't shake hands. I mean, you guys know how I feel about shaking hands anyways. I don't like touching other people's hands. My hands are normally sweaty. I'm just like not about it. I didn't have a drink in my hand yet to be able to blame it on the um, condensation from my glass. Like it's fine. It was just the vibe that I got. So Brett and this guy, his name's Pete, they automatically like hit it off and they start talking. And I do start talking to this girl. Her name's Shannon. Shannon ended up being my Chicago fucking bestie. I was just thinking about her today, how I haven't talked to her since we left. And I'm like, I need to text her. I legit can't even really tell you. We just started sitting down and talking and we talked all night. Like, I fucking love this girl. I'm literally obsessed with her. Um, she is more my age. They live in Florida, Fort Myers, which is crazy because Jay, who I was on the morning show with, is on the radio in Fort Myers. Shorty, who I was on the radio with, is on the radio in Fort Myers. So it's just so crazy that that's where they're from. My uncle lives there. We were just talking all night just about having English husbands and their personalities. I mean, 
there were so many English guys there with American girlfriends and we just like related on so much fucking stuff. They have a kid together. I mean, it was just I had so much fun talking to her. There was one guy. So it was the maid of honors um, brother. She brought him to all the wedding festivities and he was like hardcore hitting on Shannon. And Shannon was like, oh, yeah, like I married my husband's over there. And Pete looks kind of intimidating. No, this kid was not intimidated at all. So we couldn't wait to go up and tell Pete that like Shannon was getting hit on. And like he did not seem to care that Pete was like 50 yards away from where we were standing. At one point, because I hadn't eaten anything all day, Brett and I had plans to go get a deep dish pizza that night, like when we were drunk. I only had a few cocktails and all of a sudden I was like, fuck, like the whole outside was spinning. Lack of sleep, lack of water, lack of food. Fucked up, right? We end up meeting more people, more English guys, more American girlfriends. We're sitting inside. We're talking to, I meet another girl named Nicole, who I fucking love. Her husband and her, they live in Chicago, but he is from, hmm, I can't remember. Maybe London. I don't know. Somewhere south. And it turns out, that he went to college in the town that Brett is from. And like Brett used to bartend at the bar that he used to go into all the time. Like how fucking small is this world? So there's a seasoning that's only you can only get it in whole where Brett's from. It's called American chips, chip spice. Like what the fuck? It's basically a salt and pepper blend. And Brett puts it on. I'm not even kidding. Fucking everything. Every time his mom comes, she brings bottles and bottles of it. And during the pandemic, we didn't have any. And so I reached out to the company and they were going to ship us like four bottles for like 90 bucks. And I was like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. We're not that desperate. We have so much of it, though. Now it's ridiculous. So he was like, you know what I really miss about Hull? The chip spice. And so Brett was like, oh, I'll get some for you. We'll mail it to you. Anyways, the night is just so great. At the end of the night, um, we close it down. Everything's paid for. I got these really good... um. So I was hungry and I was drunk. I needed to eat something and the menu was open. I got these like tostadas with like raw fish on them. I can't even explain what it was with like a little lettuce mixture. It was the freshest tasting like toast like food I've ever had. But this is kind of where things go downhill. So Brett clocks that I'm eating something and he's mad because he's saving himself so that we can get a deep dish later. But like he's ignoring me. He meets other English guys and he's off and I'm with Shannon. So like me and Shannon needed to fucking eat something. So I was going to eat something. And I was telling him like, I haven't eaten all day. I'm eating these like little tostadas like they were small. I was like, I'll get a pizza later. Like, don't worry about it. But no, this has already set him off. So we go inside and Jack orders us some sort of shot that I've never heard of before. I don't even know what it's called. Apparently, it's like a thing in Chicago. It's not a shooter. It's an actual type of alcohol. I'll have to find out. There's like a video of all of us taking it. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my life. And then that's basically the end of the night. That's what I remember. We end up going back to the hotel and Brett and I get into an argument that's stemming from me eating the tostada, not saving the pizza like we had planned. And now he's starving. He hasn't eaten anything. Blah, 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 blah. It's a whole fucking thing, right? so the next day we wake up and I'm mad about the argument that we had because things were said on both of our ends and so I'm like basically ignoring him and he's just like well we should go out and like sightsee a little bit because this is really the only opportunity that we had or that we have we should also go get a a deep dish pizza like for breakfast so that's what we did from our hotel we walked to go get a deep dish pizza we just got like a small which was two slices per person we shared it it was literally perfect I don't know how anyone eats more we were watching this table nearby it was like four or five of them they got like three large pizzas they left with 90% of it like it's just so filling and the place that we went was I think a chain and it wasn't 
any it wasn't the place that was recommended to me by anyone but it was legit so good like I've been thinking about that pizza we are over here like oh Chicago fires bomb Chicago fire ain't got nothing on the deep dish pizzas in Chicago so we had that pizza and then we were like well let's just go walk around the park me not realizing that the park is super fucking big and I was just like I'm gonna show you the bean I'm like low-key still ignoring him but also want to go sightsee so we start walking the park and we realize that Lollapalooza is getting set up for the following weekend which is mind-blowing because our hotel was dirt cheap we were talking to someone who said the hotel we were staying at will go for like $900 a night during Lollapalooza if I had to pay $900 a night to stay at that shithole you couldn't pay me again to stay there put it that way I just can't even imagine so we walk around We're looking at the stages that are getting set up and like all the different areas. We're trying to find the bean, but we can't find it. And um, we come across at first, we come across this big like waterfall that I didn't see last time I was in Chicago. And then we walk over to like the lake and there's like a little ice cream shop by the lake. So I got an ice cream cone that I immediately regretted because I wasn't hungry. It was just so hot outside that I wanted something cold. So we're walking down um, like the lakefront, like on like along the waterline, there's a ton of people walking, riding bikes. Some tourists come up to us. And they're like, can you tell us how to get? And we had already been to this spot, so we were able to tell them where to go. Um, <coughs> and it was probably 80 something, but it felt a lot hotter because it's super humid. So I wore flat ass fucking flip flops to do this, like flat flip flops. I'm wearing shorts that I keep having to tug down. My like thighs are rubbing together. I didn't put any thigh deodorant on like it's a whole fucking thing. So Brett's like, let's just walk to Navy Pier. And so, you know, like when you're in Vegas, like the Cosmo looks like it's right fucking there, but you're really at the end of the strip and it's going to take you like four hours to get there. That's basically what happened. So we're like, oh, that doesn't seem super far away. Next thing you know, we're walking over a bridge on the freeway. There's like a bike lane that's on the other side. And you can tell like there's hella tourists that walk this trail and everyone else is just people that live there on the bike trail. And so everyone that's on a bike is super fucking pissed because they keep having to stop or ring the bell or slam on their brakes or tell someone to get out of the way. So I'm being super conscious of this little area of the sidewalk that I have to walk in to stay out of the biker's lane. And I keep saying to Brett, like, we had to stop and get a bottle of water. We got a bottle of water and a Topo Chico. It was $17. Like, legit. All I wanted was to dump it over my head. But I was like, I guess I have to drink it because it was so fucking expensive. So we're just walking, walking, walking. Finally, we get there. And all I want is a drink. But it's like fucking packed down there. I'm pretty sure it was a Friday? Yeah, it was a Friday at this point. Um, And in this area, you can get like drinks outside and kind of walk around with them. But Brett's like, I see that there's a Margaritaville close by. And it's so wild that we ended up at a Margaritaville when we're in Chicago and there's all these other bars, especially because when we went to L.A. with Brett's parents recently, when we took them to Disney, we also went to a Margaritaville there. Like, what the fuck? Anyways, we didn't drink that time, though. This time I really wanted like a margarita. So we sit down at the bar inside and I get this bomb ass like frozen banana tropical something. It was so good. And then I looked down at my watch and we walked for real like over five miles. And I'm like, oh, my God, we have to walk all the way back now. So we start the trek back. It didn't seem as bad because it was more like downhill. And also we were cutting through town or the city. to get to the bean because now I know where the bean is so we walk actually along like the city walk or wherever like the where they turn the river green 
We rock down that part. There's so many fucking cute bars and restaurants and places that you can go to get a beer. Like my whole thing about taking Brett to a different city and letting him see how amazing it is and hopefully get him off his fucking I want to go to Vegas thing because I'm so fucking over going to Vegas. It worked because he's like, oh, my God, I want to come back and actually have time to go sightsee and like do things and go to restaurants. There's so much to see and do. And we only scratch the surface. So we are walking upstairs through the city finally to get to the bean. And so we take pictures at the bean. And then um, nearby, we see like this little bar in the middle of the park. So we go sit there. I got like a little frosé. I got a Paloma because it looked super good. The girl that was sitting next to me had one. So I get it. It has like a tahine rim. Everything about it looked amazing. I take a sip and it's fucking terrible. And the bartender's like, how'd I do? He's like, I'm really a bar back, but I'm training to be a bartender. He's like, so any feedback would be appreciated. But at this point, I've walked like eight miles, right? I'm exhausted. I'm sweaty. I don't feel like chatting with this guy. So I'm just like, yeah, it's great. Keep it fucking moving. So we have a couple drinks there and then we go back to our hotel to start getting ready. And I gave us like two hours because this isn't a hotel that has amenities. There's one outlet one outlet there's an outlet on the lamp to plug like your phone chargers and stuff but as far as like plugging in a blow dryer and iron things like that one outlet and it's in the bathroom um two mirrors one of them is full size and brett's suitcases in front of it and one is super small in the bathroom so like i needed time to get ready so i take a shower first i'm literally standing in like three inches of bath water at the end of it because it doesn't drain it's also running out of the tap even when it's coming out of the shower head like it's a whole thing so i get ready <clears throat> my hair's fresh. This is actually the night where I feel the cutest. I feel really bad that I'm coughing in your ear. Like if anyone's listening to you, listen to this podcast, they're probably like, who the fuck is editing that? Nobody. That's the nobody. And who can edit this podcast like me? Nobody. Cause I'm not editing at all. Anyways. So I get ready. This is the night that I feel the cutest. I wear a tan dress, which I was like, really like, am I allowed to wear this? Like this doesn't look too white. Right. Even though it's just the rehearsal dinner. Um, my hair looks good. I wore these new heels. I was really nervous about it because I don't wear heels like pre pandemic. Never a kitten heel, maybe. But I'm that bitch in the club in flats. Like, sorry, I'm not no no pain, no gain. No, just no pain. I'm not dealing with it. So I wore these like they're by no means high heels, but they're higher than I normally wear. And they have like a clear strap on the top. And so I wore those. And I was nervous about it. I'm not going to lie. Because I was like, I don't know how much standing. I don't know if there's going to be any sitting at this event. So anyways, this is the night that I felt the cutest, though. So we get into the Uber and we don't want to be late. We get to this restaurant. I don't really know where it was downtown. I can't remember what it was called. But we walk in and they're like, oh, you guys are on the rooftop. And I'm like, fuck. So we're going to be hot. Like I'm thinking like rooftop means it's outdoors. We go to the level four. It is a covered rooftop and we're the first ones there and it's literally gorgeous. Actually, no, there were two other people there, a man and a woman who were both from England. So we got to talking to them. It is an open bar. So I start getting I start with Aperella Spritz and we're just sitting talking for like a good 45 minutes before the next person comes. Like I thought we were only like 10 minutes early, but I guess everyone was just really late. So people start trickling in. I notice that there's some espresso martinis kind of floating about. So I go and I start drinking those. And then Shannon gets there with Pete. And I'm like so excited because I finally have a buddy. But also at this point, I've made some other friends too. And then also the bride and the groom used to live here. And one year for their birthday, they did a golf pub crawl. And she had some of her friends from Chicago come. And I made really good friends with them that day. But I haven't seen them since. Obviously, like when I say really good friends, like we had fun that day. And... um. 
they were all in the bridal party. And so I got to talk to them at the rehearsal dinner. The food was fucking amazing. It was Italian. The hors d'oeuvres that were going around were fucking amazing. Like spoons with like fish. all like I just it was exquisite. Like I can't not say enough good things about this night. The drinks were so freaking good. I cannot even describe it to you. So let me just tell you. And the view was amazing. It was all it was of the river, like of the downtown. Like you saw the pictures. I'll put the picture up on my recap just so you can see in case you didn't. But the view was amazing. I made Brett take some pictures in the daytime and in the nighttime. And it was just oh, it was again, just fucking lovely. So um, I this night. Probably at the bar, if I had to guess, I would say I had three Aperol Spritz. Not kidding. Probably 15 to 20 espresso martinis. They're small, you know. And then there was this other red drink that the bartender was making, and I probably had two or three of those. So at the end of the night, I really don't remember much. I remember the food was great. I remember we were just like talking and having fun. And this is the night before the wedding. Pete, Shannon, Brett and I decide to go out to their hotel bar and their hotel's not too far from us, like almost two miles away. So we get a lift there and we go down. It's like their hotel bar. And this guy comes over to serve us at our table and he has like fluffy hair. His name's Zach. And he like kind of talks like this. And like, hey, guys, like I can't explain it. Like the the vo- like his voice was a very monotone, but also very like animated and Brett is nice to everyone. It's when there's another English person around that things get a little riled the fuck up. So they start like taking the piss out of him. They just don't understand his humor. And so I can't even like really remember everything that was happening, but it wasn't good. Like he wasn't getting their jokes. And then Shannon was super drunk too. And at one point they started arguing and he was like, you know what? I'm just not coming back to your table then. You know what? Fine. You guys just go up to the bar if you need drinks. Like it was not good. And then at one point he comes back over to us after about like an hour break and Brett gets on his hands and knees on the fucking ground and is like, Zach, I'm sorry. Start singing to him. Start singing a song. And Zach is still he doesn't think it's funny. We are the drunk assholes. And he is the poor guy that's in there at 3 a.m. having to deal with us. You know, it's not funny. It's not cute. He doesn't think it's amusing. And I'm hammered, but I'm just like apologizing for everyone. Right. It just gets a little out of hand. He does. He did not like us at all. I'm like, I hope you guys fucking tipped him well at the end of the night. Um, At the end of the night, we ask for them to split the bill. And so we get our portion of the bill. I think it was like 160 bucks. And Brett's like, no, I want them to split it. And I was like, that is split. So we had a good amount of drinks here, too. Um, I asked Zach because I was the only one that he liked. <laughs> Me and Shan, I, I like I don't even remember what we talked about. We were there for like three hours having the time of our lives. Couldn't tell you one thing we talked about. Me and Shannon took all these pictures like I fucking love her. I love her. I was like texting her while we were there the day that we were walking around like she's my vacation BFF. So we decide to go home. I asked Zach if it's safe for us to walk from where we are. He's like, nowhere is safe in Chicago to walk this time of night. He was like, just get an Uber. So we got an Uber, go back to our hotel, get in bed. And I set an alarm for the next morning, which came entirely too soon. So (coughs) 
Brett and I kind of missed the memo on the dress code for the wedding. We were kind I I saw that it was black tie optional, right? Brett had heard somewhere Christina, the bride, say that the church could be more casual and that the nighttime would be more dressy or maybe someone else heard that. I don't know. I didn't I didn't hear that. I didn't know that. So we get up. We are both hella hungover. I'm not even kidding. I am like shaking. I'm so hungover. I cannot even like put it into words. And so I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to wash my hair like the wedding day is the day that you want to look like the cutest and feel the best. Right. No, Um, I don't even wash my hair. I get ready. Um, What I wear did not work out how I thought. And so it's just a struggle bus and we have to walk, I don't know, a couple blocks over to the Hilton to catch the charter bus that's going to take us to the church. So we get on the bus. Um, well, first, we have a couple drinks in the Hilton bar to try to sort out, sort us out. It doesn't really work. We get over to the bus and um, we get on it and sh- I'm texting Shannon and she's just like, our hotel's super far away. She's like, I'm running. She's like, I bought brought flip flops in my purse. She's like, I just put them on and I'm running literally to the bus. Don't let it leave without me. And I'm like, OK, so I go up and talk to the driver. I was like, there's someone coming, so don't leave yet. And so um, people are piling on. Everyone looks fresh as a daisy. Shannon comes running on. We're all sitting together like she's sitting in front of us and we are just sitting there like the bus is so stifling hot and we're just fanning ourselves, just waiting for the bus to start moving so there could be more air circulation. And I get hella motion sick to begin with. The church is like 40 minutes away with traffic. So like it takes forever for us to get there. And then we walk into the church and it is fucking beautiful. I'll post some pictures, but it is also fucking hot. There's no AC. So it's a Catholic wedding. So I was expecting it to be a lot longer than it was. It ended up being like an hour long. And then we're like when we there's and then there's a huge intermission. There's like an intermission for like five hours while the wedding party goes out around Chicago and takes pictures, which we didn't really realize at first. So we're like, fuck that. We're not taking the bus back home. Me, Shannon and Brett, because Shannon's husband is in the wedding party. We're just going to go back to the hotel and like, I don't know, freshen up, take a nap, whatever. So we call it Uber. It takes forever to get there. We finally get in. It's this guy who keeps falling asleep at the fucking wheel. At one point he was asleep. The light was green. I was like, and he opened his eyes and started going. Mm. Shannon's like, I'm going to get a burger, take a nap, and then I'll meet you guys later at the reception. Well, luckily, the reception was 500 feet away from our hotel. We got so fucking lucky. So we drop her off. Then we go back to our hotel. My hair is flat at this point and just like it's like frizzy and flat because of, of all the humidity and just being hot in the church. So I take a body shower. I recurl my hair. I freshen up my makeup. And Brett's like, well, let's go get a couple drinks somewhere. So we try to go to our hotel lobby bar, but of course it's not open. So we walk over to the Hilton again. And we just basically sit there for the next four hours and have drinks. I basically sip on two freaking um, lime (coughs) Trulies. And then Brett has like quite a few. And then we walk over to the reception And the reception's in this beautiful building with this huge freaking, it's upstairs, there's this gorgeous view. First, there's a cocktail hour. They're walking around with like these like hors d'oeuvres that look so good, but we can't fucking get to them. Oh no, I think I had one. It was like a mini lobster roll. I was like, Brett, you got to get one. So he's like trying to follow the hors d'oeuvre girl around to try to get one. And he finds a girl, but she doesn't have the lobster roll. So he asks what's on her plate. And she panics. She doesn't know what it is. So she just turns around and runs into the kitchen. And everyone sees it. They're like, what the fuck? Brett's like, I have no idea. 
So we do this cocktail hour. Then we go down to our seats. Our table was the only table that wasn't full. We sat with um, this other couple. They were older. And then there were two empty seats. And so I was like an eye, sh- an earshot away from Shannon. But she was at the table with all the other um, groomsmen's wives who were in the wedding at the main table. So we have drinks. We have dinner. Um, there's the speeches, which were all really funny. And then a live band comes on. And they were amazing. But the thing is, you guys... I'm not even drinking. I'm so hungover I could die. Like, literally. I am just, I am dying. I'm dying. And so is Shannon. Neither of us are drinking. We each have, like, a drink in our hand at any given moment just to kind of sip on. But I maybe had, like, three drinks at the wedding and I didn't finish any of them. Meanwhile, Brett is getting absolutely obliterated. I can smell it on his breath. He's been drinking Jack and Cokes and I'm just like, oh, fuck. And before he went out that day, he was like, I'm so hungover after the wedding. We're just going to come home. We have an early flight. You know, we can't be staying out. Next thing you know, and he always does this. He's like, oh, it's the last night. We have to go out. Who knows if we're ever going to see any of these people again? I'm like, oh, fuck me. So after the wedding's over, the wedding planner legit is like kicking people out. And so a big group of people, they're like, oh, we're going to this bar or whatever. It's just like a block away. No, it was like a 20 minute walk away. I'm walking in my heels. Oh, no, I did bring purse sandals as well. So I'm walking in those. We get lost. We follow a guy that's from the wedding who also lives in Chicago. He's like, oh, no, it's this way. I'm from Chicago. When we realize that we've gone two blocks too far, everyone's like, oh, really, dude, you're from Chicago. So anyways, we walk into this bar and there was like a million weddings in Chicago this day. We saw all these different photographers walking around with wedding parties. We walk in and there's like, I don't know, three other weddings in there. And I'm still not drinking. I'm annoyed. Everyone is super fucked up. Everyone's breath stinks. It's all hot. They've got white shit in the corner of their mouths. Like, you know, just like build up from not enough water and drinking and eating and just. ugh. So I am just like over it, you know, and Brett's like, we're just going to have one in here. And I'm like, OK, just one. I watch him get one and then two and then three and then four. And then I finally fucking chase him down. I'm like talking to Shannon. She's like showing me pictures of her kids. I'm like this whole time we've just been talking about God knows what. Like I want to see pictures of your kids. So we're like talking about that. We're talking about our kids. We're talking about their life. Like it was great. But I'm just at this point I'm just ready to go home. I have to chase Brett around the bar to get his phone, to call a lift, to take his wallet, to take everything from him, to lure him outside. And I was really sad to say goodbye because in the moment, I'm like, we are fucking hanging out again, Shannon. Like, we are going to be friends outside of this. We're going to come see you. You're going to come see us. But then, like, is that really going to happen? I got kind of sad when we were leaving. We go back to the hotel. I set an alarm. But I'm just out of it. And so I set the alarm wrong. I am fucking lucky that we woke up. We woke up like an hour past the time that we needed to. So it was pure panic trying to get ready to go to the airport um, to catch our flight to England. So we, when we're like under pressure, we work pretty well together. So we got all of our shit together. We get an Uber. We get this guy who's from the Ukraine and we had a super interesting conversation with him on the way to the airport. Like he was a great guy. And then we get to the airport. I got some Auntie Anne's (coughs) and their nasty ass cheese. (laughs) We got, um, onto the plane and then you know all the travel stories so I can kind of skip that we get to England we immediately go to sleep that night Brett's mom orders some um 
Italian food. We hang out with our niece who like every other time that we've gone, she's been super shy and scared of us. We were just there for Christmas and we kind of won her over and now she likes us. So it was just so great because we didn't have to like tiptoe around her. She actually wanted to hang out with us. She remembered our names. She remembered the games that we played last time. So it was just like a lot of fun um, being able just to kind of pick up where we left off. Um, and then the night after that, let's see, what did we do the night after that? So yeah, we hung out with her. I have all these pictures of Brett wearing all this jewelry. I'll post it with the Chug podcast. The next day we went and saw Brett's great aunt who was in the hospital. She has shingles. She also broke her hip. So we had, we went to the hospital to see her and kind of hang out with her for a little bit. And then I think we just hung out at Brett's mom's house that night. We didn't really do much else. We were still like super jet lagged. Um, the day after that was Brett's the day before Brett's actual birthday. So he had friends that were in town. They don't live in England anymore. They live in Le- Luxembourg. They live in Luxembourg and they stayed an extra week to see Brett. So we were going to meet up with them. So we met them on this street that we actually hung out on a lot this trip. It's called Prinny Ave. And there's lots of bars and restaurants down this. It's Princess Avenue. They call it Prinny Ave. So we met them down there. Um, we started at this place called Garbets and we got um, some drinks there. I went and ordered a craft cocktail. They were like, yeah, it's going to be about 20 minutes. I'm like, huh? Like it's unheard of here, right? They were like, yeah, it's going to take. We're a little backed up, so it's going to take us a while to make it. So Brett had his beer and I just had to sit there and wait for my cocktail. And then his friend showed up. I was a little nervous just because because these are friends like that he had before, like with ex-girlfriends and stuff like that. So I was just like, you know, what are they going to think about me? I have all these tattoos. Like, I'm just different. I'm a little more like rough around the edges than how I imagine like Brett's old girlfriends being. Anyways, we hit it off with them from the fucking jump. Him and both of his friends showed up wearing white shirts. I took a really cute picture of them behind this like green wall at the restaurant. Um, we ended up going to a bunch of places with this couple. The first it was two guys and then one of the guy's wives, but then one of the guys left. So it was just me and Brett and then his two friends or his friend and his friend's wife. And we just had like the best fucking time with them. We went everywhere again. Don't remember what we talked about. Had the best night ever. Um, That was the night. If you saw my Instagram that we came home to Brett's mom's house and I was taking a video of how Brett was about to be 40. And I happened to catch the moment that it turned midnight and I was like, oh, my God, you're 40. Um, needless to say the next day when we woke up, oh, also that night, you can't just like order a lift there. You have to get a taxi. You have to order one ahead of time, which means you have to know when you want to go home. Either that or you have to go into like a taxi shop. Like it's like a lobby where they call a taxi for you. So we went to this lobby and I took all these pictures of Brett and I, and they're really fucking funny. So needless to say the next day I was feeling super freaking hungover, like real bad. But the next day was Brett's actual birthday. So I had to rally. We woke up. We went to this place called Brunch Cup Club that I wanted to go last time we were in England, but I had the like vertigo. I wasn't feeling good, so we weren't able to go. I got this like, I don't know, the sandwich. I don't even remember what it was. It was huge. Like the portions of food in England are a lot smaller than they are here. So I was shocked when I saw the sandwich. But also in England, like you just got the sandwich. Like there weren't French fries or like hash browns or anything with it. But it was freaking massive. It was like an egg mc no it was a crumpet a sausage patty cheese a sausage patty cheese two like i don't know onion rings i can't really tell what those are another crumpet and then an egg on the top i'll put a picture of what the chuck podcast it was freaking massive then we came home and hung out and that night we went out to dinner at this fancy indian restaurant before we went out and got some drinks at this like bar called tap house nearby i got this bomb rhubarb it wasn't cider it was a sour no I think it was cider, but it didn't taste like cider. It was so freaking good. And then we went to this Indian food place 
It was called Tapazia at Marina. It was on the Marina. Legit the best Indian food I've ever fucking had in my life. There was this like sweet potato potato mixed with like chutney and like a cream, like a coconut, um, like a coconut cream almost with banana. Oh, my God. It was so freaking good. I'm I cannot even describe to you how freaking good it was. And then we went out and got a couple drinks afterwards. I posted some videos of Steve super fucked up. Brett's dad afterwards. Um, I gave him my cocktail because it wasn't good. <coughs> and he gave me his beer we traded and that really sent him over the edge and again <clears throat> melanie brett's mom had booked a taxi but it couldn't find us and so it's just like you have to try to contact them and figure out where you are so steve and i were walking up and down the streets on the marina going roy can't roy can't he's here he's there he's every fucking where let's see roy can't roy can't and so everyone's just loving brett's dad everyone's like responding to my videos i did a lot of posting on megan rage radio so i'll try to do i'll probably do multiple recaps maybe one tonight and then one tomorrow so you can really see everything that i'm talking about because i feel like it's definitely going to be over um over the 10 pictures also for Brett's birthday, like Brett's mom, she did give him a card, but she gave him money to spend. And I didn't even think about being in England when it was his birthday. So I didn't get him a card or anything like my birthday present to him was taking him to Vegas. Right. So on his actual birthday, like on his 40th birthday, all he keeps talking about all day is how nobody got him anything. No one got him a card. Like no one has an actual present for him. He's just like, this is the worst birthday ever. So while we were waiting for the cab, I had him take a a picture in front of this store called the Dinosaur Experience. And I took a video of him complaining about how he got no presents. So I'll put that up too um, because it was really freaking funny. Um, Let's see. The next day was Brett's. Let's see. No, the next day was the day that we did absolutely nothing. We just hung out at his parents' house. That was the day that I argued with the airline on chat all day. And then the next day was Brett's like big day out with all of his friends. So he had plans to go out way before um, I went out. I was just going to meet up with his parents. So he went out at like mm, 11.45 and then we went out at three o'clock. So me, his mom and his dad, we got a cab and we met them at this place called Silver's, which I've been multiple times, like an old bank that's turned into like a bar. It's fucking huge. It's in a nice area. But it also turns out that this particular day, it was pride downtown. So we were expecting it to be super busy. So uh, our friends, Becky and Michael from Bradford, they were also coming to Hull to meet us. So I was like super excited that I would have a girlfriend there. So we get there and I'm just like, I haven't seen his friends in a long time, like a really long time. Um, I didn't see them last time that I went because I wasn't feeling good. And then the time before that, it would have been like 2019. So I'm just like nervous. I don't know. I just feel like I look really different. Um, I was just not I was like PMSing, just not feeling super confident. And I just like, I don't know, I look different. Like I have all these tattoos now. You don't really see like a lot of girls like sleeves walking around in Hull where Brett is from, which is kind of surprising. But I don't know. I just was not I was like nervous walking in. I should have had a drink beforehand. So I immediately like everyone wants to come up to me. I never know if they're going to kiss you once on the cheek or like if we're going to do a two kiss on the cheek thing. I always go in for a hug. I forget that they do the cheek, the cheek kissing. So it's always awkward because then I'm just like handing them my cheek. And also they say, you all right. And I think I've talked about this before like hey Megan you all right like instead of how are you and I always say like good how are you like it's just I always just feel so fucking awkward so I'm like I immediately need to go to the bar to get some a drink but I don't have any money and Brett's talking to all of his friends so I go with Brett's dad he gets me this big like passion fruit drink like a passion fruit gin, but it did have like a lot of sugar in it. So I start drinking that. Becky and Michael get there. We go up to the bar and we get more drinks. And the guy tells me that it's two for 12 pounds. So I'm like, obviously, there are these huge fucking drinks. 
Well, while Becky and I are standing up there, this guy comes over and is like hitting on us. Probably more so Becky because she's like super petite, like huge boobs. Like she's just like everyone was looking at her when she walked in. And so um, he's like over talking to us. And everyone of Brett's friends is making fun of him for the Ben Sherman shirt. Right. That's like the thing I already told you guys about it. It used to be a thing back in the day. Now it's not. Brett's wearing the shirt. Everyone's making fun of him. So when we tell the guys like, who are you here with? And we're like, oh, Becky's like my fiance. And I'm like my husband who's from here because he was making a big deal about how I was from America. And so he was like, well, which ones are your men? So we point him out. And then this hella rowdy guy comes over to Becky and like tries to get her to stand on his back. And we're just like, no, thank you. Get out of here. So we go over. I start talking to a couple of Brett's friends. And all of a sudden, like something uh, like this ice cube gets thrown like in my direction and it hits me. And then all of a sudden, like shit's fucking popping off. This guy, the same guy that told Becky to stand on his back is like being hella rowdy. And all of a sudden, all the guys put their drinks down and it's like there's about to be this huge fight. Someone talks this guy into going outside and everything resumes. It's normal that someone was like, welcome to England. So um, we spend like a good amount of time there and then we go to another bar. We go to a couple other places and here's what happens. This place called Oscars that I've been before. I just never know what to get to drink there. When I say a vodka soda, they give me a vodka Sprite, which I don't like. I just don't know what to order. I don't want a beer. It's just so hard for me to try to navigate the drink situation. So I end up just like getting things that I see people walking around with. And so at this particular place, I saw someone walking around with a pina colada. So I was like, I'll take that. I get it and I drink it and I am immediately going to be sick. You know that feeling when you drink something super sugary and you feel just like fucked up all of a sudden? That was me. There's no AC. It was like a hot day and it was raining outside too. There's no AC. So I'm having a panic attack all of a sudden. I'm getting like super hot. So Becky and Michael had found this like convenience store across the street and they were like, come with us because it has AC. So I go in there. I stick my entire head into a freezer and I'm like, I have the worst heartburn. So Michael was like, you need Rennie. I was like, what? He's like, Rennie, it's heartburn medicine. It'll take it. Take it'll relieve you right away. So I get some of it and we go outside. I think he had to buy it for me because I had no money. Brett didn't give me any money on this trip. I was just like fending for myself. So he buys me a bottle of water, Rennie and a bag of chips. And I'm like, I can't even read the packaging. My vision is blurred. And I'm like, what do I do? Do I swallow it? Do I chew it? And he's like, you just swallow it. So I take two and I swallow them. They're fucking huge. No, they're like bigger than Tums. And that's the consistency that they felt like as soon as I put them in my mouth. No, you're definitely supposed to let them dissolve. So I just swallowed these hard ass, like huge rectangular fucking things but immediately took the pain away. And then the bag of chips and the water just helped so much. Brett's mom walks out. She's like, where'd you get that bag of chips? I was like, that store. She goes in and buys a pack of six chips and walks out with like this huge bag. And everyone's like, can I have some? Anyways, Brett's parent, we end up going to another place. We play, played beer pong with cider. It was super fun in there. But then Brett's parents had to take Brett's brother home. And our plan was to leave and go get Indian food that night. Indian food's like a big thing there. Like it's going to Mexican food here. Everyone does it multiple times a week. That's like the thing. Maybe not multiple times a week. But that's like, you know, what people go out and do after they've been drinking or before they've been drinking or whatever. So Brett's parents have to leave. All of a sudden I walk outside and I see Brett his mom or no Brett's mom Brett's dad and Brett's brother getting in a cab saying bye bye and I'm like what where where, what's happening where are you going so I go back in and I'm like I thought we were going to dinner she's and Brett was like yeah they have to take my brother home because he's like fucked up and I was like okay well I'm really hungry like I haven't eaten anything all day besides though that Rennie and those bags of chips like can we go now to go get the curry but Brett's had a few drinks in him and as soon as that happens he doesn't want to leave so he's like no let's stay out for a couple more hours 
<coughs> but that was never the plan. Me, Becky and Michael were all hungry. So I'm just like, fine, I'm going to leave you then. I'm going to go with Becky and Michael if you're not going to come. So that got him to come with us. We go back to Prinny Ave. We go to this place that we've been before, but it has a different ownership now. It's another thing. Things change hands a lot there, I've noticed. Like, oh, last time we came, that was this, and now it's this. Or last time we came, that such and such owned it. Now such and such owns it. Like, things are never the same. So we went to this place, looked the same inside, but it was called something completely different under new ownership, another Indian place. And we got some really good food. Then we went to Brett's local pub, which is like across the street from his parents' house. It's called Hastings. It's a total shithole. We go in there, and immediately there's a girl that's in there. She looks like Leona Lewis and she looks Brett's age. Actually, she looks more like my age and she's talking about how she's like a grandma and stuff. And they're like all fascinated by my American accent. Brett makes the mistake of saying that they're there. We're there for his 40th. So she starts buying us Jaeger bombs. And I'm just like, I want no part in this. At this point, I'm ready to go home. But again, Brett is ready to fucking rage. So this girl, we tell her that we've been playing beer pong. Next thing you know, she's turning the pool table into a beer pong table with Jaeger bombs. And I'm like, nope. So Becky, Michael and I, we start playing pool. There's like five year olds in this fucking pub right now. Maybe not five, but there were definitely some 10 year olds hanging out there. And it's like one, two o'clock in the morning at this point. I get she she forces a couple shots like Sambuca down my throat. And then we walk back to Brett's parents house. Becky and Michael get a cab back to their hotel and we go to sleep. And that was kind of the end of that. It was not I mean, we had a lot of fun, but it was just like I went out too late. I think I should have gone out when Brett went out the next day. We had a barbecue at his brother's house, which was so much fun. Brett barbecued all day. We played hide and seek with our niece. Um, It was just like so much fun. At one point, she tells you where she wants you to hide and then pretends like she doesn't know where you are. So at one point I'm sitting in the backyard and Brett's mom just has a bucket over her head. And Ella, our niece, is running by her pretending like she doesn't see her. The freaking funniest thing ever. Also, I took a picture of the smoking cartons there, um, like the Marlboro, Marlboro. Anyways, you have to see what the packages of cigarettes look like in England. I'll post a picture of what the Chuck podcast. And then the next day was, I'm pretty sure, one of the last episodes of Love Island. We went to the mall. Brett was going to take me to Primark so that I could get thongs because I always get thongs from Primark when I'm there. But um, uh, Brett was hungover. He didn't want to walk. There's like two different malls and they're like two miles apart from each other. So we would have had to walk and he didn't want to do that. So I was like, that's fine. We went to the Starbucks in the first mall. They have, first of all, it's hella cheap. Second of all, they just got the brown sugar shaken espresso. So Becky had told me the day before that they got that, that they tried it because she's heard me talk about it. And she said it was disgusting. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that the drinks weren't the same, but I should have known because like everything's different. Like the McDonald's out there still has snack wraps. So the only reason I really wanted to go to Starbucks was to get one of those drinks to see what the difference was. So while we were standing in line, they have a frappe- a banana split frappuccino, a passion fruit raspberry frappuccino, a strawberries and cream frappuccino. And just look at the price of everything. Like, holy shit, it's so much cheaper. So anyways, I got the brown sugar shaken espresso and it just didn't taste the same. I think it's the oat milk. Oat milk that's probably what's different. They also have pizzas, like little like pita breads, pizzas that you can buy. Anyways, <coughs> after I shook it up, It did taste a lot better. We went to TK Maxx. They don't have TJ Maxx. They have TK Maxx. It's exactly the same, just a different name. And we kind of shopped for a few things. And that night we went out to um, an Italian dinner because it was our last night. We got some pasta. We got spicy spicy tomato bread, which I posted about. Um, There you don't get like garlic cheesy bread or anything like that. No, you just get the pizza dough with tomato sauce on top. Like that's a thing. 
that's like what people like to eat there when Brett first moved here. He's like, it's so weird that you don't get spicy tomato bread anywhere. I'm just like, what? Whenever we have pizza night, he always wants to use one of the dough to just put pizza sauce on it and nothing else. And I think that's the weirdest thing ever. And I posted this on my Megan Rage radio and a lot of people were like, they don't have anything with it. There's no cheese. There's no ranch. No, ranch isn't a thing there. So no, no ranch. Um, it's actually not bad, but it's not like anything that I would get if Brett wasn't with me, like when I have it. So we got a spicy tomato bread and a tomato bread with pesto. I just think that it's like, why would you not include the best part, which is the cheese? So that night we went home. We watched the finale of Love Island. Brett's dad was pumped for it. We pumped him full of drinks. And when we got back, he was like, fucking ready for Love Island. He guessed everyone. I'm not going to tell you, but in the correct order of which they were going to win. And normally when Brett's dad's been drinking, he falls asleep. No, he stayed up the entire night with us watching the finale. And just it was like the best last night we could have ever asked for. And then woke up the next day and came home to that fucking disaster of traveling. Let me look through my notes to see if I've missed anything. Oh, we were talking to people in Chicago about our hotel. And someone was like, oh, that's the most haunted hotel in the state. So I looked it up. Yeah, the Congress Hotel, the Congress Plaza Hotel is like where Al Capone's ghost is, apparently. It is the most haunted hotel in the state of Illinois. So read about it if you want to. On our last night there, no, 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 the second to last night when I was super drunk, I needed a bobby pin and I couldn't find one anywhere. And I was like, fuck, I really need a bobby pin. I said it out loud to Brett. And I walked back into the bathroom and there was a fucking bobby pin on the ground and I put it in my hair. It was not my bobby pin. You know how you can tell like you buy a certain style of bobby pins. This was not my bobby pin and it just appeared out of nowhere. So I'm just going to leave that little piece of information right fucking there. Um, Let's see. Margaritaville, the bean drinks, rehearsal dinner, about a 20 espresso margaritas shuttle. Let's see. Um... Chip spice, heartburn. Oh, something else that was happening when we were in England was the Commonwealth Games, which is basically like the Olympics, but it's just for the Commonwealth. And I was so fucking into it. I hate the Olympics, but I was so into it. Do we have Paralympics? Like they had like people with disabilities doing the Commonwealth Games. And I just thought that it was just like so interesting. There were so many times where I was like crying. There was a... um triathlon and so they have like someone running swimming and biking with them and they like solely depend on them for guidance and to not quit on them and I just felt like it was I don't know I was super into it I watched someone one and run an entire marathon like I just sat there with Brett's dad and watched them run and I was so fascinated by it anyways so yeah the Commonwealth Games were on while I was there um Brett every day was like, oh, I don't. so we had plans just to go to dinner, both just the two of us. We never do anything alone when we go. And Brett canceled on me. He was like, oh, I don't want to go because I'm not really hungry. Like, I just feel like it would be a waste. And so I'm like, OK, you're not hungry. So Brett's mom made a dinner instead. Brett was like, can you make me a sandwich and a salad and a quiche? And I'm like, I thought you were fucking hungry. The story of Brett's life. He just like lies to tell you, like to get you to do something in the moment and then goes back on it and does what he initially wanted to do. And that is exhibited the most when we're in England because he's in his comfort zone. He's with his family. When we're here, like, I don't know, I'll give him shit and he has really nothing to fall back on. But when we're there, he has lots of support. <laughs> um. We watched Gray Man on Netflix when we were there. That was really freaking good. Um, they have these stores in England where you can just go in and look at a catalog. They're called catalog stores. And like if you see something you like, like a couch, they just get it from the back and you leave with it. Like the store is empty, but you just look through like iPads and stuff for like things that you want. Isn't that fucking crazy? Um, OK, last thing in my notes here. I have to say a special birthday shout out to Stacy. I'm pretty sure that your birthday 
actually might be in a couple days. I think it might be the 11th. Anyways, Brad reached out to me and he wanted to tell you happy birthday. So happy birthday, Stacey. I'm sure that there's things I'm going to remember from our trip that I'll include at a later time, but I've been recording for an hour. Brett's probably like, what the fuck is she doing up there? I was like, got to do my podcast real quick. And normally it's like 15 to 20 minutes. I left out the details that I had to include everything from our trip in this episode that I had been putting off all week. So this is a nice long episode for you. Hope you enjoyed. Make sure you rate me five stars on Apple. Leave a review. Follow me on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast. Tell a friend. A lot of you shared my podcast for the travel nightmare last week, and I was shocked. I didn't think that was like a particularly good episode. So if you enjoyed this one, do the same thing. Share it with your friends. Tell them to listen. And I'll talk to you next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.